Hello, and welcome to another episode of Andrew's Amazing Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, James Santana, and as always, I'm joined by the friendly neighborhood millennial, Hunter Van Leer. Hey. I'm sticking with that, by the way. It's not a bad nickname. I mean, I don't want... You're a millennial, too, and I think uh, Danny's technically a millennial. Yes, we are. But I'm the one who embodies millennials. Yes, you do. But I don't embody the new millennials. Ugh. <laughs> they suck. <laughs> we are brought to you by Andrew's Amazing Comics, down in Sable, New York. <laughs> this week, we'll do, a little bit, do things a little bit differently. Uh, we don't have guests, but because... This is a kind of a special episode. We're going to jump into our book reviews first because we are doing a San Diego Comic Con news recap episode. So a we're lot jump- of news to talk. A about. lot of news to talk about. So, so we're going to do book reviews first. <laughs> we're going to do things a little bit differently. We're jumping with book reviews and then we're jumping into news. So Hunter, let's off read your book this week. What'd you cover? This week I did Archie versus Predator Two. Cool. Written by Alex DeCampi and art by Robert Hack. What's the company that does it? <laughs> Archie Comics, oh, yeah. I kind of assumed that was... Sometimes you know, it's Dark Horse. One. Oh, yeah, they did a couple well, The first one was Dark Horse. Anyway, so this one, it's a sequel to Archie vs. Predator, and it's a direct sequel. Betty and Veronica just, like, finished killing off the Predator in the first one, and then they launch back into this one, and they have a clone of Archie, who's actually a Predator. <laughs> you find that out really early, that's not a spoiler. So it's not a spoiler, and, but we, uh, it's a little bit spoiler territory for this one. They're complaining, like... Oh, back in the old Archie books, all you got to do is go down memory lane and whatever bad just happened goes back to normal. So they go back down there and turns out Riverdale's not there. So they get in a car and they leave. And then they come across another alternate Riverdale. That's weird. It's really weird. That's not the spoiler, though. (laughs) There's bigger spoilers at the end. But so they come across the doppelgangers, basically. And the story is going to be... Obviously, the Predator coming to kill the Archie gang again because there's <laughs> doppelgangers of them. Because the first one they killed, all of them basically except for uh, Betty and Veronica. Okay. And then Betty and Veronica, I forget how they killed them. It was like four years ago. 2015 last Dude, came out? I have no idea. Anyway, my favorite moment in the book is after the uh, flash, uh, the alternate Riverdale is shown off, they flash to predators on mars and one of the predator dogs pisses on the the rover our curiosity it's <laughs> really funny oh yeah. that, that that is so sick the <laughs> rover plays funny. his own birthday song <laughs> it's dude don't even make me cry about the rover right now yo if it, yo it straight up plays his own birthday song because it's sad and it's alone yeah so i just love the predator stuff so having another yeah. archie predator was good and i like the comedy variation of it okay and a lot of the covers look really cool all right i liked a lot of the first volumes covers too they had one where the art uh, archie and the Predator were sipping from the same milkshake. It was really funny. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, so out of five, what do you give this? Oh, that's a tough one. I'm torn between three and a four, so okay. probably 3.5. All right, why? So it's a direct follow-up right. from the first one. Okay. So if you haven't read the first one, it's not good to just jump onto because they don't recap the first one at all. They basically just go, oh, we killed them last time. That's it. There's not like a there's, there's not like a death toll. There's not like, oh, who's dead, who's alive. Yeah. It's just kind of that you're forced into something new. And the whole, like, I like it because it's a comedy thing, but yeah. I'm doing a kind of review for this based off not just me specifically. Yeah. For the newcomers. At the three for the newcomers, the four for the returning readers. Okay. So 3.5. Overall. Overall. Because if you're a new reader, you're not going to understand any of it except for, oh, the Predators are here. And if you're a veteran and you read it, the first volume, definitely four. Okay. Because it's self-referential. They kind of reset the cast, but not really. Okay. And it's going to be more Predator-killing fun, and the art's fantastic. All right, cool. So 3.5 overall. overall, yeah. Okay. It's not bad. Not bad. I guess I'll do mine. Uh, this week, I did Marvel's History of the Marvel Universe, written by Mark Wade and drawn by Javier Rodriguez. 
So, I actually don't have a favorite. I won't jump in, and I normally do my favorite moment at the end, but I'm going to jump in the beginning. I don't have a favorite moment overall. There are cool little points to the book. But, so, this is a whole, the, the book in a nutshell. It is the history of the Marvel Universe told through the eyes of Galactus. It's the end of the universe. It's the end of time. And it's Franklin and Galactus sitting there. And Galactus is telling Franklin the story before they both die. So it starts off at the very beginning of the universe. Up, And this book does end in like the 1800s on Earth. Oh, issue one? Yeah, issue okay. one. Um, that's as spoilery as I'm going to get. But it's, it's a cool... Like, re- it's, it's, a cool it's hard it's, to spoil. It's book. hard to spoil. Like if you know Marvel history, if you've read other books, they kind of... You know it. It's just, it's just, it's just, this is just given to you in, in order, chronological order. Yeah, with so, some of the new stuff from like. Jason yes, Aaron. like the like some of the big stuff I was telling you before we started recording. Like it was cool to see like the the first Avengers in there. It was cool to see the update. Oh, I got I forgot exactly the update I saw and I was like, oh wow, I was I was shocked at the. Right? Oh yeah, the the Jason Aaron Celestial story uh, with Celestial Zero from Avengers was cool. Um... Those are cool to see, but like I said, it's it's a history of the Marvel Universe, so if you really like the Marvel Universe, it's great. Uh, it's very text-heavy. It's like reading, part of it's like reading a textbook. But it kind of makes sense. But it does make sense. You have to do it in that format. You can't have yeah. a million text bubbles all over the place. Oh, it's thick, too. Yeah, it's a big book, but it's good, though. I like it like that. The, arts, the art is weird, and I like the far-outness to it, because it's, it's too... You know, almost near immortal beings talking to each other at the end of the yeah. universe. You, can't, you need that kind of trippiness. In the beginning, it, it's very trippy, but as the story progresses, it gets very linear. Personally, I don't like. I'm a flip door now. I don't like the panel setup, but I understand how it works. Yeah, because you'll see if you go back to the beginning of the book, you'll see it, it's a lot of it's just splash pages, splash yeah. pages, splash because it's so much history being told in one sitting. But then it gets linear as you get closer to the modern era. Yeah. But yeah, so that's kind of the book. It's not. It's hard to review this type of book because it is. That's extra stuff. Yeah. So what's cool about the end of the book is that they have an annotated section, which is anything that they reference in the book. They tell you where it's from, what series it's from. That's really cool. So like they uh they talk about the last um, Inhuman series, the uh, Royals, where you have the progenitors. That's something new in Marvel history. They added that. Mm. So it was cool to see all those little takes in it. But yeah, I, I do want to see it as a comic historian myself. I love this book, so I'm definitely giving it a 5 out of 5 for myself. It'll help us write more episodes <laughs> for Historia. <laughs> nah, I mean, or put me out of business, one or the oh, other. Yeah. <laughs> one or the other. It's cool to see some, like, here's the definitive origins of some things, and here is kind of where they want to go. And if you are interested at all in comic book, in Marvel's histor- history, based in the comic book lore... I think it's a cool miniseries. I am giving it a 5 out of 5 based on that. And it's very reader-friendly. So if you've never read a Marvel book before, you literally need to know nothing. Yeah, cause it gives it's you like reading a textbook. <laughs> it gives you everything. So definitely a 5 out of 5. I do... For somebody that does trade read also, this would be a good gift for somebody that wants Ooh, to yeah. learn it's a good trade. about comic books without having to do their own deep dives. They can get this in a trade when it comes out. But if you're just interested in yourself... Like it doesn't go too deep on like specific characters, but no. it, it recaps the entire universe. Right, and so that's far. what's cool about it. So far, and it, they, you can see where this ends. It kind of starts yeah. limiting towards Earth. But you'll see other things. They'll probably bring up the Null stuff with Venom and, yeah. you know, things like that. Like Guardians of the Galaxy will probably be introduced. But yeah, so I'll definitely give it a 5 out of 5. 
as a comic historian uh, for new readers. So yeah, I definitely give it a 5 out of 5 because it is a new, very reader friendly. It's very cool for a comic book fan. If you've ever read Marvel books in your life, I would definitely recommend this book. So I guess we'll go from Marvel into the RDC book of the week, DC which is also our week. store book of the week. Quick, re- quick thing. Remember, guys, we spoil basically the entire story for our store book. And since this is a new, new, new book from Black Label, <laughs> I knew we'd sneak it in there somehow, I James. Knew. I knew it. <laughs> I freaking knew it. It is Batman Curse of the White Knight, which is Sean Murphy's sequel to Batman the White Knight. Yes. So just full spoilers, guys. Yes. If you want to skip ahead, it's probably going to be like five minutes. Five, ten minutes Just long. bounce ahead. Yo, if you still hear, sorry, not li- skip like, ahead. I don't like, like, when I listen to podcasts, I hate spoiling, like, so when they spoil I. books, but we kind of how to. we set it up. That's how we always do it. Yeah. All right, so I'll start off with some stuff. I'll, I'm going to do a mini recap of White Knight real quick. Yeah. White Knight was a uh, six-issue miniseries written by... Oh, Short- nine. It went to nine, I think. Oh, it was a nine, yes. It got yes. to nine, I believe. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. announced as a six, and they pushed it to eight yeah. and nine. Written by Sean, uh, Sean Garner Murphy from Punk Rock Jesus and stuff like that. It really is like the story of Joker and he gains his sanity and he has a whole... Uh, he goes by Jack Napier, which yeah, is from the, Jack the Batman movie. movie. Yes, yeah. Batman Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. He goes and his human persona, his same persona, starts becoming the... the it's the, He's the White Knight of Gotham. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, does, uh, he doesn't die at the end, he ends up becoming Joker at the end. He has revamped back to Joker. Yeah, they they go they, they go a whole into like a whole mode. Joker thing, yeah. and then the Harleys are revealed, and then there's some more yeah. stuff. Batman, going... Batgirl, and Nightwing do we have to go kind of because right of they Batman join Nightwing, got, yeah, yeah they, they join, join the police force as a GTO, which is like a, a task force that's made for for them. They use like Batman's old and then stuff. Batman and reveals his identity to Gordon. to Gordon, and that's how the book ends. So now we go into this. Recommend picking it up. Yes, pick up volume it one. It's fantastic. It's one volume. I love Sean Definitely pick like, it up. The art killer story is great. And then it's good start for the new yes. one. Yes. So now we jump into this one. We have a cold open. We have a very cold open set back in the early 1800s of it's like Gotham. 1865 yes. or 1685. I forget which one it is. It is Bruce Wayne's ancestor. I don't have to have it direct. No, I just want to look at it. I don't think they, they actually don't say. Yeah, they do. It's right at the Six, oh, 1685. 1685. It's uh, Bruce Wayne's ancestor. Ancestor. Blah. Uh, they just call him by Lord Wayne, but we find out it's, uh, I forgot his exact name. He gets it from a box. It's Edward. Yeah, Edward. It's Edward Wayne versus Lafayette Ockham, who's, who's a also a vampire. Because why not? Why not? <laughs> I guess. Um, Sean Murphy, I trust him I guess. so far. And that's a cold opening. Yeah. We then jump into the modern setting. It's after Alfred has passed. Alfred had died in, in White Knight. And he's given a, Bruce is given a box. At the same time, Joker is at Arkham going, going into his old, old cell. cell, which is a reference back to the first book where Joker said that when Jack Napier says that's where he founded the joke, where he found the Joker. Yeah, he goes to pick up something that we find later is the sword of Azrael. Yes, that's way ahead. Well, I'm just yeah, quick. But yeah. He they find the sword. He has a sort of Azrael in it, I guess. And then Batman gets his kinky whip. <laughs> so there's a scene where he opens a box, and in the box it has the Edwards journal, but also has this bat whip. So I immediately thought, if we have vampires and there's a bat whip, we're doing Castlevania. This is Castlevania sent in Gotham. It, hold on, it might be Edmund. Either way, Edmund, Edward, Edwin, Edwin, Edwin. Doesn't matter exactly. <laughs> so that's kind of the rough story of it. Without going into so much detail, I really don't want to do that. We have I do some... want to spoil a tiny bit more. There is, 
there is an interaction of, of course, if you didn't get spoiled from the teasers that, that Sean Gordon Murphy put out, or the to the or you haven't seen the two covers, you know, Azazel is going to be in the book. Azrael. Azrael, sorry. And I was confused when I was um, originally the book was supposed to be just called Batman: Curse of White Knight. Azrael. I thought it was called Batman Azrael. That's what I thought so too. The and they Knight. changed the Curse of White Knight. Where Which he's, I like better. I like this kind of cover. rolls with the White Knight. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, so Joker appears in, like, the mayor's office, and Batman and Nightwing are yelling at each other, and then they introduce... It's all just nonsense, nonsense, and nonsense. And they introduce JP, who's a war veteran. Which is Jean-Paul. Yeah. They say, uh, what's a really cool Easter egg, at the very bottom of the pages, he has his dog tags, and his dog tags actually say Jean-Paul Valley. His codename was Azazel in the military, Azrael, in the military, and I guess his, uh, military symbol on the arm, you can see it on his tattoo in the mm-hmm. art. Yeah, the angel. It's the angel. Um, but also he has PTSD, and he has very bad. He's a janitor at a church. He has very bad flashbacks, and because of that, he can't keep a real job. So he's a janitor at a church. What's different? Where I really like this military take on right. him already. Like you... the original take on Azrael, he is a. It's kind of like he's part of like a cult. Essentially. Yeah, Order Saint Dumas. Yeah, it's basically like one of the weird religious cults They're that religious DC cult. has. Yeah. Where they train warriors, and we, he's we a warrior know, angel. Yeah, Azrael is. He was Batman for a while for Nightfall. Yep. And he is Batman in, like, the Arkham game that they're training to be. I mean, it's a whole thing. So, Adriel, he does have, like, a season pass of being, like, Batman's friend. Right. But this one, they're kind of setting him up to be a bad guy already. And he's under the control of Joker. Joker. Kind of. Not really under the control, but egged on by the It's a mix between Joker taking advantage of his psychosis. Yeah. Mixed with whatever Joker has a plan for. He I do like how there's no, like, real order of St. Dumas, though. Right. There's no real order. Like, there is going to be one because the the armor comes from something, and they're going to reference it. Right. Right now, he's just a military veteran who came back from PT- with PTSD, and Joker's like, I have a magic sword. Yeah. And, and we might get vampires. Right. Because so Jim Gordon does find th- what we think is the bones of Lafayette. Yes. Markham. So we might get vampires. Oh, man. I don't, want Castlevania so Bat- I don't want Castlevania Batman. I kind of do. I think it'll be cool. As long as they don't go too Castlevania with it. Ah, uh, he's got the bat whip. I know. We are. We are. We'll it. see if he throws crosses and bottles of fire. Immediately, he's gonna be a vampire <laughs> hunter. I'm gonna be. I'm out. Because what I like about the series so much is that it's very down to earth. It's more grounded. Than it's very grounded. Batman's. I don't need. If I wanted like crazy. I mean, it's grounded as saying in the first volume. Batman drives his car on top of roofs. I mean, it's as grounded as that. As, as grounded as cops can get without being supernatural. Yeah. Like, it's not Batman damned. Yeah, it's definitely not Batman damned, but it's it's getting in there. I don't want I mean, another what supernatural. What would you give it out of five? Out of five for this issue? Five. I'm giving it I, a 4.5. I give it a five because I read the last volume. I read, I mean, sorry, I read the last series. Oh, yeah. That's um, why I'm giving it a five. But just like how you said with the RT Predator, it is not reader-friendly. No, if you just pick it up, you have no idea what the fuck's going on. Right. That's why I'm giving it a 4.5. It is truly a 4.5. It's not reader-friendly if you haven't read the first one. Like, you can still pick it up and read oh, it, yeah. but there's a lot of, like, it's a cool Batman story. you don't know what the fuck's going on. Because they don't really talk about how, like, they introduce Gar- uh, Barbara and Dick, and they're already in, like, police uniforms, and they make, like, one word bubble mention. Exactly. Like, you're part of the GTO, and it's... You're like you're not so gonna understand. Yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna understand it when you first read it. Someone might have to explain it to you. Yeah, but otherwise, it's a fantastic book. We recommend picking it up. Yeah, either way. All right, now we're going on to the big topic of the week slash so, news because yes, it's the same it's this week. All about news this week. San Diego Comic Con recap. So Sandy, there's so much. Don't worry, guys. We will talk about the MCU, but that's last. Okay, so. <laughs> 
because it's such a big weekend, San Diego was just this weekend. If you're if you're listening to it on if you're listening to this on the twenty fourth, it was this past weekend. If you're listening afterwards, no, this is spoilers. It's July twentieth. <laughs> yeah. July 20th to the 22nd, 21st. So, we're going to start off. We have an order, but what we're going to do is we're talk about some news and kind of some of our ideas of what may come and go, our favorite moments from San Diego this year. All right, so we'll jump in with some news. We'll straight jump right into it. Uh, comic book news. Yeah, comic book news. Uh, I did this, when I put this list together, I did it kind of backwards in order. It doesn't matter. We can talk about it in whatever. All right, so we'll start off with Adam Strange. Hell yes. All right. Only because Tom King and Mitch Gerard's Eisner Award winners for Mr. Miracle. Three years in a row. Bring it home. They're, they're like the patriots of Eisner's right now. <laughs> I, I of, of comic books. I love it. I'm just it. excited to see that their team is back together. They did Sheriff of Babylon. They did Mr. Miracle. Now they're doing this. They will definitely win something if it's not best new series. Like they They'll definitely win another Eisner. Because this one isn't taking PTSD into effect. This one's no, taking... No, this... Ignore what Bleeding Cool said <laughs> because the article was so clickbaity. It's not a Trump story. It What it is is... Tom King actually says in an interview saying, Adam Strange is a story... I, I want to walk away from the PTSD type of stuff. I want to cover something different. I want to do something more modern and contemporary. Alcoholism, right? No, he just, that's all he says is modern and oh. contemporary. That's all he says. He doesn't reveal what it is yet? No. So the, but then the, immediately Bleeding Cool's like, it's about Trump's America. Yeah, that's because people want it's to talk about that. But it's modern. I, when you're talking about that, I connect, I could connect some dots, but not really. Adam Strange is a character. He was a, uh astrophysicist. He gets like trapped in a Zeta Beam, uh, which is from the planet Ran. He ends up there, and they think he's a hero, and he helps he with a, some technology from his soon-to-be wife and wife her and father. He becomes like a Star Wars space type of hero from the Silver Age. And then what he does, he spends, he lives on Earth, but then spends some time on Ran. He has a daughter with, yep. It's, he, he goes, he can teleport to and from Ran, but he's like their hero. But the problem is like he goes back to Earth and he's just a dude on Earth. Mm-hmm. He's not, a, like, I mean, now he is because he's with Justice League and blah, blah, blah and he has this technology. New but, Frontier was a big moment for him right. Justice League stuff. All right, so Metal Men is uh, written by Dan DiDio. With art by Shane Davis and Michelle Deckler. It's a 12-issue maxi-series. I'm excited to see the Metal Men come back. The last time they made an appearance, I think Dark Knight's Metal. Yes. Briefly. And, it, and, it and this does that, tie into it. It does yeah. tie into it. What it, it's going to entail is that it goes back to the, the Dark Knight's Metal, just like Hunter said. But what ends up happening is that a new Metal Man is going to make it their first appearance. Nth man, probably. Nth man. Yeah. Nth it, man. It's a sentient nth metal thing. Nth man, yeah. Yep, nth man. Yeah, if you didn't know how to spell nth, nth metal, that's what it is. It's weird. I like the the writing team that they're doing on it. I, I'm not... I've always liked the metal men. I should have I don't know if I'm going to pick it up, honestly. I'm going to check it out. I'm not crazy that ties to the metal. I'm, I'm so over metal right now. They have so many metal things. Like they're even doing the dark multiverse that we talked about last time. That even still kind of ties into metal because the right. dark multiverse. So it's kind of this whole. It, it's it's going to be a, li- a little. And we don't even know what Scott Snyder has planned for his next big event, and it could even be another metal, which I don't want. I don't want. I don't with want. this setup that they're doing again with more. When they I don't mind more metal stuff. It kind of scares me. That they're going to yeah. do it again. I'm I'm glad they're doing metal. Like, they did it with Civil War too. They were kind of teasing like small things that were like, yeah. it's going to be Civil War 2. Yeah. And they're teasing small things where they're going to go Metal 2. And yeah. So like, ah, hopefully they I, focus on not Batman. I think the best part of what I think is going to be cool about Metal Men is they are a weird team 
without the metal, like Dark Knight's metal context, it still be, would be a cool story because they have all the living metals, all the metals on yeah. there. So it'd be cool to see the nth metal of the thing because it has made a resurgence in the DC universe. I guess we'll go from that to The Amazing Mary Jane, number one, spinning out of the heels of Amazing Spider-Man 25. Mary Jane's getting her own ongoing, written by late... Leah? 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 Leah Williams. Leah Williams yeah, and artist by Carlos Gomez. Uh, it's going to pick up exactly where 25 ends with yeah, her going she's to getting Hollywood. A call from yep. her agent, who <laughs> it was funny when they interact in 25, were like, oh, you still have my number? And he's like, yeah, I guess. Mysterio wrote like a movie, basically, yep. and they're going to try to use it against Spider Man and Mary Jane, and it's going to be a whole thing. I th- wish they announced it as a 12 issue maxi. Only we... because the story. The story that they're trying to set up already with the whole end of 25 shouldn't be an ongoing because if it's going to tie into Spider-Man and it's going to tie into Kindred, it can't just be like an ongoing. I get that they can do like six issues and then tie it back and then make her own thing. But like Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen, they're just side characters. How long do you think you can read a Mary Jane book for? Exactly. I think 12 issues would have been fine. They might even change it to a 12-issue maxi after the first arc. Right. We don't know because a lot of times, again, it's all from San Diego. So a lot of times what they'll do is they'll announce a series. And they won't tell you it's a mini or maxi when it's the first like initial announcement, like right now. Yeah, because they want you to be hyped for it. But we'll probably find out in two weeks. Yeah, this is solicitation when it comes out in the actual solicitation yeah, next week, I think. Or this. I Friday. mean, I'm not against. I like Mary Jane. She's a great character. Right. I, just I don't wish... think she's. Uh... She's like I like Lois Lane. And I like Jimmy Olsen, but I don't think Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen can have 80 issues. You know, it doesn't right. look like that anymore. It, yeah, it, sometimes it just sometimes you can't. Like for Jimmy Olsen, there's only enough danger you can put him in. Yeah. Like in the old books, I think it lasted like 54 issues of Jimmy right. of Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, but they also put him in. in but they did a lot super of super extreme shit. stuff. Yeah. Like one where he had to collect Jimmy Olsen's tears, like Ryan said last episode. Yeah. yeah. You just. <laughs> it, it, you can't. You like you like sometimes Lois you Lane, can't. She's Lois be, is cool. Uh, not Lois, uh, with Mary Jane. Lois could de- definitely get at least 24 issues, I yeah, think, it's because she's a reporter. She's a reporter, and this... Jimmy is kind of like the gag character. Right. Mary the... Jane is a supermodel, Spider-Man's wife, b- girlfriend yeah, Depending thing. on whatever you read. Yeah. It's not... Like, see, weird. the thing with Lois, why a female-led book like Lois Lane works so well, because not only is she coming from a supporting character in Superman... She's also a mother. So you can have a, a, a story arc where it's her and John on a family vacation. Her, her dad's her a dad, super spy. Yeah. Argus. Yeah. And, and ex-military. Yeah. So you can have a whole story between the two of them. And she, she even... Lois went up into space recently. Yeah. They can even tell through her book where what she was doing in space. Right. That's going to be revealed in Superman, yeah. said. But even... In, and... and First and foremost, she's a reporter. So you could have her political yeah. spy thriller. You have, and, and she, she's not even like a regular reporter. She's a badass reporter. She always goes. She's in. like Iris. Yeah. In Flash, she goes in, in for it. And that's what's that's that's the whole thing. That's I, why think I think why Lois a little bit too. Yeah, why Lois can last an, as an ongoing quote unquote. If this is monthly, it's an yeah. ongoing. That can get up to fifty issues. It's not that hard. You can yeah, Lois could work just Lois? like how Catwoman worked because right. Catwoman she was a part of the New Fifty Two. She was like a gang yeah. leader. Yeah. And Black, you have there's yeah. so much story to be told with Lois. Jimmy, I feel like could get 24, but right. not past that because but, Jimmy's story arcs are only so strong. Right. Without Superman. And then we'll circle back now to Mary Jane. Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, it's fine because because this Cause all makes sense. Yeah, and they just came out, and, and they all make. Well, no, it's not that. What I mean is, it makes sense when, as we talk about Lois and Jimmy, and we're thinking off storylines. Mm-hmm. How what storyline can you think about? Oh, Mary Jane. Mary Jane is a... She does a bikini shoot for for four months? Like, no. That's because you're a pervert. No, that's just because that's what she did in the books. You She's know. a model. But, well, I mean, <laughs> storytelling-wise, like, this story with Mysterio makes sense. 
because he's yeah. the one behind it all. And if you read issue 25, you see that she does have, like, she, when she monologues, yeah. when she's uh, getting trapped by Electra, Electro, she could easily, like, carry a book for long, but I don't think longer than 12 issues. Right. Especially if they're trying to, like I said, tie it into the current Spider-Man right. story. You can only do so much. Yeah. Uh, we'll go for more, with more Spider-Man news because there's a lot of Spider-Man news. Yeah, we'll uh, just keep going with Spider-Man. Yeah. Next is Red Goblin, Red Death. Hell yeah. So written by Pat Gleason, Rob Free, and Sean Ryer. It's only Ryan. a one-shot, though. It is a one-shot, but it's an anthology book, so it's going to be a bunch of uh, yeah, writers. Yeah, part of the Red Death, right? Yeah, so it goes back. So, no. <laughs> red Death is the, the no, 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 but like, metal it's guy. It's going to have like a red... Because it's going to be Red it, Goblin, Red Death, and like Hobgoblin, Red Death, or something like that? No, it's just called... Red Goblin, Red Death right now. Oh, it is so it's the a only thing... one shot, but... I'll explain it. Okay. So, I'm going to quote exactly... I'm going to quote the news around my article and make it easier for anyone that didn't get to uh, mm-hmm. listen to it. So, this is a, a one shot right now coming out. It takes place during the Red Goblin story arc. Oh, lame. I wanted it to take it's place right after because they wanted... No, because I wanted it to tie into Absolute Carnage. I thought that too. That's why yeah. I thought it was weird. They would like, in... go after Norman or something. Right. That's, That's what I thought it was going to be. Because yeah. now, remember, spoilers for Spider-Man 800, uh, if you didn't need to know. Uh, at the end of that, remember, Norman Osborn thinks he's Cletus Cassidy. Yeah, so I thought that's why it would be cool to tie in. And I thought that too, but because I knew Absolute Carnage was going on, there's no way they would have done that and that. Well, no, and the have Red Death would have been carnages. a... No, no, it would have been a one-shot that cleated, like how Web of Venom works. Right. I wish it was announced as Web of Venom, Red Goblin. Right. Or Red Death, and then it right. was the Red Goblin. Yep. No. It would have worked a little bit, in my opinion. So this is during that in-between time from when he became, when he first became Red Goblin to the 800. Yeah. And it's like what he did. <clears throat> Next we're going to talk about Spider-Verse. Alright. So Spider-Verse, there's two ways you can look at, at this. No, it's not tied into the movie. Right. Or maybe it is. Well, Depends on what what website you use. Well, no, it's not. Tied it's into not. The, it's not. I'm the, just, they I'm, got some artists from yes, the movie to do the covers. the covers. I know. I'm just saying that to play devil's advocate because there's like two websites when they announced it. This is a direct sequel. I'm like, this is not a sequel. No, it's not a sequel. No, so they Spider-verse, straight up say it's not. Uh, yeah. So Spider Verse number one is six. So Spider Verse is a six issue mini, uh, written by Jed McKay and a bunch of artists. I love Jed. McKay. There'll be a bunch of different artists. So one. Juan yeah. Ferreira is going to do one? Yeah. Oh, shit. Juan Adams, Stuart Aram, Stacey Lee, no. Juan, Juan Ferreira better do Spider-Ham. Juan Ferreira is no. a horror artist. He did Punisher. Um, he's going to do Kill Crew. Yeah, yeah. So what it is, is uh, Miles ends up in a, find, falls through a portal and finds, finds himself in the center of an adventure across the multiverse and find out, like, and then it's like, who's who? It's pretty much like Edge of Spider- It's Spider- like Web Warriors. Yeah, it's just, it's just another version of Web Warriors. Uh, and that's pretty much it for that story. Okay, let's move on to 2099. I thought it was a Spider-Man book. No, because it's not just Spider-Man they're going to do. That's lame. Because it, 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 it's going back to that world. It's a revisiting. I like Ghost Rider. It's a revisiting and of the error. That's, cool. that's the whole point. She's not from there. So 2099 is a uh, T-series written by Nick Spencer. What it is, it's going to go back to the year 2099. You're going to see... So, it was a little bit hinted at in ASM25. With Miguel falling through a crashing portal, crashing through, through a portal, and the words saying the future is dead. 
So it's not just about. It's not just if gonna he be about. Mastro, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. I hate when they use that character over and over again. I know. They finally killed him off in Old Man Logan, and if they bring him back again, no. I'm never gonna read that book. Well, he's not from 2099. I know, but he keeps getting brought up in those books. He it's, was in 2099, the last arc, and he was he was always like the best Hulk. It's, yeah, it's just, no. it's, I know, but we don't know when it's gonna be. I know. But I think it's, it's gonna the tie into the Anni- to the. Uh... Which one? ASM. Annihilation. No. No, it's not. No? Okay. You're more likely to tie into ASM than you will anything else. Well, it's obviously going to tie into ASM because ASM's going to set it up. Yeah. So what the the teaser is? It says 83 years ago it was uh, sorry 83 years ago it was 19. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 80 years ago it was 20. It was 1938. Uh, yeah. From 80 years in the future from today, it's 2099. Which is weird when you think about it, because it's true. Yeah, that's how time works. I know, but that's what the teaser is. Yeah, it's a so weird it's teaser. To, it's supposed to be like. Flash forward 80, year, 80 years in the future from Marvel's history. Which is just going to be the 29 stories with Doom, with Hulk, with... They might Ghost change Rider. it now yeah, might, because but... of certain characters they didn't have back then. It may be a new 2099 universe with certain of the characters that well, you'll we know still... Some, like, we know Deadpool's around in 2099 because they didn't right. have an arc about it. We know Ghost Rider. Right. We know Doctor Doom, Doom. kind of? Yeah. Because Doom was transported into the future. Right, you'll have like Doom yeah. 2099, Spider-Man, Miguel, you know, you'll have Deadpool. Well, will we have Doom? Right, because Doom was transported. Right, so you'll have, have Doom you'll have different characters. Ghost Rider will for sure be in it because but it's not Danny. It, it's a no. It's remember it was she, like a it was a, cybernetic thing. Yeah, it was like a chainsaw. I know. Yeah, it was a, like it was a uh, cybernetic ghost. He's a cybernetic yeah. ghost. But you might see different versions of other things that we didn't have before, like Inhumans. You cool. might have like a, a version of Miss Marvel twenty ninety nine. Yeah, I'll probably have Kamala in there again. Right, like a popular character Gwenpool could even be. in You it. know, that's why. So I think yeah. it, was, it was cool Howard that the Duck. a Miles for you know Miles twenty ninety nine. Not Miles himself twenty ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, but like, but like someone that's because now we have two Spider Man. Why would Miguel just be the only Spider Man? True. You know, we Spider Gwen. Right. So you or have maybe it's like their kid or something. Or right. Grandkid. So you might have different takes like mm. on it. I can see that being cool. Speaking of Doom. Yes, he so, got his own book. <laughs> so Doctor Doom's getting his own book in October. Which is cool because I loved Infamous Iron Man. So Doctor Doom is ri- is to be written by Christopher Cantwell, who's a co-creator of a- the a- AMC's Halt and C- Halt and Catch Fire. Oh, An okay. artist is Salvador Lacro. Laraca. 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 Yeah. yeah. So my only issue here does it tie into FF? Yeah, that's okay. It will. Want to make sure. But it's been off of my problem is this. They announced it as an ongoing. Doom works as an ongoing, though. For... Because Superior Spider-Man is wait, basically just an on... It's, it's, it'll, it'll figure itself out. It works... Well, Superior Spider-Man works when he's trying to be... He's trying to be a hero. Oh, is Doom trying to be a bad guy? He's a bad guy, right? I didn't read the solicits. Yeah, he's a bad guy. Okay. He's a straight-up bad guy. I thought he was going to try to redeem himself like no, Infamous Iron Man did, because that no. was such a good story. That's why Infamous Iron Man worked... At, you can you can do Infamous yeah, Iron Man it, as an ongoing. It, it only lasted 11-plus an annual. Because they were changing because over after coming back and yeah. stuff. And Tony was coming back. But the biggest thing is that Doom... And I've had this talk with Garnett before. And why villains can't have ongoings. Because it only after so long can the villain... Unless the villain can't assassin. win. Right. But you can, you can do that because he, oh, has, he has... He has right. supporting cast. There are some times where... Dr. Doom's supporting cast is Valeria, maybe. Maybe. If and she's even... Um, now the girl Victorious. Yeah. Now that new woman, uh, Victorious. Yeah. The thing is... With Deathstroke, why it works out so well, because he does have a big supporting cast, 
and he can do many other things. Because people do, can hire him to be a good guy. Right. Plus, he's got such a checkered past and with the military. You can do when Chris a, Priest was writing it. Yes, I don't know if he's still, he's doing, still it. doing it. He did like a whole flashback arc right. in, the fir- in the first beginning of Rebirth. That's, yeah. that's the whole point. You can do a lot of that, that storytelling where you don't, you can't really do that with Doom. Yeah, Doom is a scientist trying to take over the world. That, yeah. That's just an assassin. You know, the, with Doom, so the, the series of Doom is that he is now, he's framed, quote unquote, for a massive terrorist attack. And now everyone's going after him. He was framed for a terrorist just, attack. Yeah, and now he's like public enemy number one. And that's what he, he tries to take over the world. He's always public enemy number one. I know. Ugh. I know. So I don't. This, I don't see the series <laughs> lasting so that long. But I do. If I, it does, if it ends up being like a six issue series, I'm in. Marvel should just start announcing maxis. Yeah. Just make it a twelve. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with make that. Mary Jane a twelve. Yeah. Do two arcs. Do the first arc that ties to Mysterios, and then do the second arc that's her own thing. Yeah. With Doctor Doom, tie it to the terrorist arc thing. And then tie then, it. And always sprinkle this. in the infamous Iron Man. He could also be a good guy, because then he can lead off with more. They're not going to do that. He's not. He's never going to be the infamous Iron Man. I know, but like they can still sprinkle in like he's not still a douche. No, because he's a mega douche. They make that a whole point in FF. I stopped reading after the first arc. Yeah, they make it a whole point in the second arc where he's a mega douche. Really? Yeah. That's why I'm like... Why are you ruining my boy Doom? I like him like this, though. I like him when he's kind of like, not an anti-hero, but a lesser bad guy. He's not, like, he's not a bad guy, per se. Like, after... He's very, he's very pompous, and he's very arrogant, and he's very into his own, himself. I, I think of him as Black Adam. Because, yeah, he's Black Adam. Black Adam isn't always a bad guy. Black Adam right. likes to do it. He's still a mega So the douche. difference between them, oh yeah, because Black Adam's pompous, just like yeah. Doom. But Black Adam, he's only really a bad guy when you attack his, yeah. his when you attack Kondok. Yeah. Which is what they try should try to do Doom as. They do. If only, yeah, but not always. He always tries to take over the world. He always tries to beat not Reed Richards. In this... He, Secret Wars, he literally <laughs> destroyed the whole multiverse just so he could be with Sue, basically. No, it's so... It's he, ridiculous. It's, it's more so he can beat... Get over I, her! She so, sucks! No, okay, it's more so he can say that he he beat Reed. But he's never going to. I know. That's the point. But, I mean, going back to the, the new series, if you read FF, he's very much like... I will do. stay away from my barrier, and I will not mess with you. And he's, that's the whole arc. They should make him like Black Adam. He is like Black Adam. Yeah. That's the whole point. But but this story, this clearly the story, they're going to try and make it like, well, he, Laverian, did this terrorist attack, and that's why he's public enemy number one, but you really can't stretch that out to an ongoing. So I don't know. We'll Marvel, see where it goes. I feel like Mar- DC knows when they can announce minis and maxis because I feel like DC has enough confidence in themselves to sell smaller books by putting, by putting great creative teams on them. Yeah. Marvel, I feel like when they announce minis, they announce them mostly for Spider-Man yes. because he always sells like the JJ one and the Spider-Verse one. Yep, and like Full Circle is that's coming out also. Full Circle is an anthology mini yeah. kind of, so it's its own. But it's so weird to see Marvel just going, we only announce ongoings and then they get cancelled after, like Black Widow, it was announced as an ongoing but it stopped after five. Yeah. Did you should announce it as a mini. mini. I just more people would probably bought that book. Yeah, or at least buy more of it in trade because they it's would true. know, like, oh, I could stop and wait till then. Yeah, it doesn't give them max sales. Yeah, but so like, with Black Cat, how long do you think that book's gonna last? Yes, she can do heists, but how many heists can you do before it gets boring? Right. Uh, if you circumvent it more Black towards Cat like been twelve, like it's way more you can circumvent that to become like a Catwoman book, yeah. where you can play off her. Well, with she did other... do the gang stuff, and now she's out of the gang. Right. Stuff now, I, so I mean, but still, you can still play it off where you can do other stories. And yeah. that's the whole thing with with doing minis and maxis, and as we've been arguing this entire time, more minis they have to be slash yeah, maxis. exactly. So I guess we'll go back into since we're talking about minis. Another announcement was Marvel Future Fight is getting their own specials going Future into Fight com- First. The, yeah, it's called Future Fight First, written written by Elisa Wong, alongside artist John John Lit, 
John Lamb, Kevin uh, Linebrandt, and Gang Yuck Lim. The, and more. There's more artists coming. Now, is it going to be a bunch of, like, how Secret Orbs is, where it's a bunch of ones? I'm going to tell you. Okay, okay. So, it's going to be Crescent and Io number one, okay. White Fox number one, and Lunar Snow number one. Oh, I'll get that one. Uh, what they're going to be doing is they're taking the characters from yeah, that we saw in Age of Atlas, that yeah. we saw in Age of Atlas, and Marvel Future Friends, and they're actually just getting one shots. That works. So you get they can explore. To see if the, they can sell the books. Well, no. What's cool about it is that they get to see their one of the character origin that they they didn't they they told yeah, in the game. They real only quick. talk about it in the game, right? They explain. They explain them in the one shots. They explain their origins in that. Like I know Luna uh, Luna Snow is she's a K-pop a, artist. She's a K-pop artist. Yeah. which is really cool. And, uh, yeah, that's why. So, I'm you're going to see... i for those. I'll probably... They're I'll, all one-shots. I'll honestly get them all, so I really love yeah. the Future Fight game. But I don't know if they announce a f- a solos for any of them. Like, no, like a they're not going to be, no. They're they, all one-shots. They did one for Arrow and Swordmaster. Why not? As of right now, they're all... The ones that they've announced yeah, are one-shots. Right yeah. They're, they're going to be just as one-shots, so people can get... The highest-selling one will get, get a series. Hey, maybe. <laughs> or whatever's going to be the breakout star from Agent Valley. I think it's going to be... Oh, Luna for sure, in my opinion. Either Luna or White Snow. Yeah, oh, White Fox. They seem the coolest. Because they're... Because Io and Crescent, the bear and the mm-hmm. little girl, she yeah. can just go into Moon Girl and Double Dinosaur That'd and they cool. can have like a team book where it's uh, two yo. little girls with their giant monsters. And then they can introduce Kid Kaiju and it can be like Kid Kaiju... Like, you're uh, going in. You're going in. Because well, they'll know the little kid with monsters. They introduced another monster book. I know they tried to do that with Monsters Unleashed but it didn't work. But have Moon Girl be the headliner of it and have the other two be supporting. It's true. Just, it, it'll be like the Power Pack but with giant monsters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> can we not... Hear me not. <laughs> What's up next on the docket? All right, so we're gonna do a couple of things. I'll do this one teaser, and then I'm gonna jump into the, the big one. Yeah, because a little bit easier. So we got a teaser, but all it says, "Prepare uh, annihilation was the first coming, was the first step," and you see a nihilist on the cover. So we're doing another annihilation. Annihilation story. So no writing team or anything has been announced. My big guess. And I, I saw this to you the other day when they announced it. It's Cates. That's it's Donnie, a combination of Donny Cates' Venom story, his Guardians of the Galaxy story, all together, and his surface of black stuff. It would make sense because he's doing all the cosmic books right, right. now. Right, <laughs> and that's going to be his first crossover. The, I don't like the name. I think the name's stupid. Annihilation? Yeah, I don't want to do... You don't, don't like having the rehashes? Like right. Secret Wars? Because it, it confuses readers. Yeah. Like, I want to read Secret Wars. Well, there's... Honestly, there's three. Because there's Secret Wars 1, Secret Wars 2, and Secret Wars 2015. So it's just like... And the Secret War. Oh, Secret War. But that's not Secret Wars. Right. Yeah. It is definitely weird. And then Secret Warps. So it's like, come on. What is this? Yeah. It's, it's... And then there's Infinity Wars and Infinity Wars again. And then there's Civil War 1 and 2. I know there's a 2 at the at end. At least Civil War 2 has but a 2. But I, I'm like, whatever. You didn't have to rehash it. The, you know they're going to do another secret invasion. Exactly. Exactly. And, but it, what it'll be this time? Another set of Inhumans invade? Like, right. So that's the thing. I don't know. What the I don't like how they rehash the yeah, names. But that's... they can make it like Annihilation Agenda or something like that. Something. Check, even if it's still just Annihilation, add something to it. Or Age of Annihilation. Yeah. That sounds cool. I know we just had Age of, a- Age of X. And Age of yeah. Apocalypse, but Age of Annihilation doesn't sound terrible. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah, we'll see. Alliteration. But that's all it was. I mean, I mean, I we haven't seen Annihilus since the Dining, uh, since Guardians three or four. Yeah, where Hell Hella cuts his hand off. Yeah, so we'll see where it goes. I don't want to that that much speculation because we really yeah do, we don't want to speculate we, too much. We know nothing. Mm-hmm. Quick, right. quick, do you think that's going to be the December event, or do you think that's what we said before? It's going to be the Iron Man one. I hope it's Iron Man, but it doesn't look like it's going to be because okay. apparently we'll find out in October. Yeah, for the at, at New York Comic Con, 
what it's going to be oh, because yeah. it's a it's a one shot. The event is a one shot. Oh, so I think it is going to be the lead into. And then it's going to and they said it's going to lead into whatever January's event's going to be. January's event has to be twenty ninety nine because they've been talking about it. I know. We hope so, but we don't know yet. Twenty twenty. Yes. So we'll go jump into this to the big my favorite. <laughs> James was so quick. Quick aside, <laughs> I was working one of my new jobs, and. I get a bombardment of messages from James at like <laughs> one in the morning, basically. And it's, dude, they announced six new X-Men books spinning out of House and Powers. And he sent me a picture of each one and he's just screaming about it. I love these text <laughs> messages. <laughs> no one understands how excited I, understand I how was. Much, you might, how much you love X-Men, but like, damn. So I'm just going to run down the, the, the names of the books, the team, the people, the creative teams, the names of the book, and who's on the format of the team. I really won't go into that too much that much detail. Because there's a six, and I want to run through them. And we have a lot of cover today. There's six X-Men books. It's fucking crazy. So speaking of House of Powers, we'll have six new books. I'm going to start with Marauders number one, which is written by... Um, Jerry Duggan. Jerry Duggan, who's doing Punch the Kill Crew. And uh, art done by Matteo Lali. The team is Kitty Pride, Emma Frost, Storm, Pyro, Bishop, and Iceman. Which is funny, because we talk about... Uh, what's the writer's name, dude, from Iceman? Cena Grace. Cena Grace. And his uh, Iceman book. And that's the same team from Cena Grace's Iceman book. Mm, but then Marvel kicked him out. Oh, he left Marvel. He left Marvel. let him write the Iceman story. Yes, the way and he wanted. Jerry Duggan is writing it. And Jerry Duggan was his mentor. Was his mentor. I hope Jerry Duggan didn't think of that. I thought, I think. I, I hope Hickman you know, read it. I hope Hickman read the Iceman series and was like, that's a cool concept. And was just like, all right, you're taking the book because Grace isn't here. Yeah. Uh, so what the book I hope is, it's not a spite thing. Right, I hope it's not a spite I hate thing. It when they spite other if writers. not, I'm not gonna like the book. Right. So what the book is? They're the navy of the of the mutants. Yeah, and they're all they're all elemental and weather based powers. Besides really Bishop. Well, Bishop can absorb energy. Yes. So they are going around. They're the navy of. Uh, if you want to think about it, they're the navy of the X Men, and they are going around the world on a ship called, from the what's called the Hellfighting Trading Company, which is uh, funded by Emma, and the captain is Kate Pride. HTC. So we'll go from there. We'll jump from that to Excalibur, which is written by Teeny Howard and uh, art by Marcus, uh, Marcus Two. He did Joyride. He did Joyride. And Teeny Howard's... Teeny uh, Howard's the new Marvel exclusive like she's writer. On, yeah, so she's, she's on something on else. Death's Head. That's what... I knew that. She's on... She just finished Belit. That's what it was. And she's got one more book. I forget what she's and doing. And we were talking about it before. We, we, did, we just mm-hmm. talked about it before, but I forget what, I can't, what she's doing. I forgot what it was. All right, so what it is... It's the bridge between magic and uh, mutants, mutant, uh, mutantdom. The team's going to be Rogue, Gambit, Jubilee, Richter, Apocalypse for some who reason. Who could be Evan, but who we don't we know. we want to say is Evan, but we don't know. And Captain Britain, who is Betsy Braddock. We might see an appearance from regular Braddock, His Brian, na- but... They explain uh, in this week's book what oh. his new name is. What his new name is? Yes. Ooh, awesome. I, I won't spoil it, it but... Remember the whole interview that, that Jonathan Hickman says about who's an Omega and who's not? What who's Omega, Omega? What, what an Omega level mutant is and who's why they're not? Oh, is he an Omega? They explain it there. Ooh, cool, cool, cool. All right, so next is... Read House, guys. It's going to be great. Yeah, it is. Next is Fallen Angels number one, which is this written... This is my least hyped book just because it just seems so It seems weird. like it should be a mini. Yeah, it should have been announced as a mini, but they want to Whatever. It. Sorry. Continue. All right, so Fallen Angels number one, written by Brian Edward Hill. And penciled by uh, Simone Kudrzinski. It is Psylocke. It's Simon. Simon, sorry, yes, Simon. It's Psylocke, who is Quan now. 
Yeah, she was introduced, reintroduced in Uncanny X-Men. Yes, in Uncanny X-Men, who is trying to find her place among the X-Men. Someone from her past shows up dead, and she wants to take vengeance on them, and she's not sanctioned to by, we don't know who's leading everything right now. But she takes Cable and X-23 alongside her to help her on her personal mission, because both of them have... Kid Cable still. Kid Cable, by the way. Teen Cable. (laughs) He's like Teen Gohan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they go on, they're going to go help Quan, uh, Psylocke, uh, on her personal vendetta mission. That could also jeopardize mutants. We shall see. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> Which is great to say. Alright, next is X-Force number one, written by Benjamin Percy and penciled by Joshua uh, Kassara. They are the CIA branch of the X-Men. So the book has a lot of members on it, but it's split between two divisions. You have the people in the chair, intelligence yeah. branch... Which is Beast, Jean Grey, Sage slash Tessa. And then you have the actual fighters. Wolverine, Kid Omega, Domino, and Colossus. And Black Tom are in there somewhere. Colossus is probably going to be on the fighter side. And Black Tom is going to be probably on the fighter side. Or the intelligence he side. He might be on the mix of both. Because he is a former villain. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're, it's classic X-Force. They're just branching it out more. Hmm. Uh, next, the last, last two books are... New Mutants number one, written by Jonathan Hickman and Ed Brisson. Jonathan Hickman is writing the first half of the book, uh, first arc, and, and Ed Brisson's taking over. I like Brisson. And the uh, art is done by Rod Rat, uh, Reyes. It's going to be Sunspot, Wolfsbane, Mirage, Calmer, Magic, and Cypher. Basically the classic, except for Cannonball. Yep. Because he's somewhere We right don't know now. yet. Doesn't matter. He might be back on uh, Chandelier. Chandelier. Maybe. Because his wife's there. And they have Chamber and Mondo on the team, which for are for people that don't know, they're from Gen X and Star Gemini's. Oh no, they're on a mission. With they're Star on the mission. Which, yeah, so they will be on a mission with Star Gemini's space, and they they're going so, to man. find a missing friend, which might be the reason why Cannonball is not in the book. Yeah, because at the end of X Force, which came out last week, mm-hmm. tiny spoilers, they kind of just walk off into the distance and they're like yeah. we'll be back soon. Wink, and yeah. only Kid Cable and Domino from that team are still around. Right, Shatterstar's missing. Yep. Cannonball's missing, missing, Boom Boom's missing, Deathlock is missing, and right. Warpath is missing. Right, so this may be because they because they are going to space. They might be going and to find them. Cannonball did say at the end of X Force that he was going back to Chandelar. Mm-hmm. That may and their team with Star Jammers, they may be going there just to see and get him back. Now to the powerhouse book, the, the flagship book. Final book. The final book. And the flagship book, by oh, the way. This final is one of Wave One. One. So, X Men, written number one. Written by Jonathan Hickman, pencils by Leanne Francis Yu. And the team is going to be a rotating cast based on story arc. So the first story arc, the team consists of Kosar, Kosair, Vulcan, Havoc, who's back from the dead, Teen Cable, Jean Grey, Rachel Summers, which I don't know what her codename is going to be, Cyclops, and Wolverine. <laughs> it's a Summers family did you say book. Vulcan? Yeah, I did. Okay. It's a Summers family book with Wolverine for this car- with Wolverine. <laughs> for this current arc, but every arc, John Hickman has said, it's war- it's it's Cyclops' handpicked team. So I whatever this mission is, it's a family mission. And then Wolverine's there. And well, I, well, <laughs> I, I guess he's a balanced mount. I really hope Wave One is team books and Wave Two is solo books. I don't I want. want to see I don't Wolverine even. Come back. I don't even want that. Well, I mean, I want like, as many team books as they possibly have thought me. I, mean, I want another X Factor show. I want to see another X Factor. Cool. I want to see an astonishing. I want to see a Wolverine. I want to see an uncanny, with the adjectives. That's what yeah. I mean. Extraordinary, astonishing. Yeah, I want to see shit. what they want to do. 
You know, because and, and of course we're going solos, but I don't know. I th- I think Marvel's holding. I think Marvel told John Hickman that not to give Wolverine a, to- a solo. Because, yeah. Because whatever, because I think they because they dropped the ball with Wolverine with the whole coming back thing and not getting anything done with him. The only book that was his solo book besides the podcast books was, was Wolverine Infinity Watch, and that, and that was. A, I thought it was fine. It was a cool story, but it led right after. Infinity War, and it didn't have to be tied in that way. It could have yeah. just been a you could have just done a Wolverine series. I did like how Old Man Phoenix and Old Man Thor were hanging out. That was cool. That was I did cool. like that. I hope Old Man Logan Phoenix does make more appearances. Kind of. We'll see. All right, so I guess that's it for comic book news. So many X Men books. So many X Men so books. Get time. them all. <laughs> I want you to get them all. All right, so we're gonna jump right in to TV news. There's uh, a lot, but at the same time, not really. All right, so we'll start with some comic book stuff that's got announced. So we'll talk about two announcements real quick. Excellence from Image. I don't remember the writing team. So Excellence, which is an image uh, image book written by Brandon Thomas and art by Mia Lopez and uh, Kane Randolph. And inspired by Michael B. Jordan. Yo. <laughs> so Spencer Dale's the main character, and he looks straight up like Michael B. Jordan. Li- I said that from this. the get-go. I call this from the get-go. If there, if there's no reason other than them to try to sell that to him to make a Netflix original thing, there's legit like there's some panels where it doesn't look like Michael B. Jordan, but there's one where he's getting his haircut, and it's legitimately just I've seen the picture of Michael B. Jordan. It's during one of like the uh, the press tours he was doing for like Creed. It's him looking at the camera and smiling. It looks just like him. Yes, it like just like took the picture and traced over it. They did, and it's gonna be on Amazon. That's Which all we know. Cool. It was cool, and that's all we know right now. We don't know if it's animated or live action, but right now that's all we know. Next, we're going to jump into She Could Fly, Hunter. She Could Fly. Who was it picked up by? Do you know? I don't remember. It was a weird last-minute announcement, and I caught it like on the tail end. I'll double-check right now. The creative team is Christopher Cantwell and Martin Marazzo. AMC. C picked it okay, up. Okay, okay. AMC picked it up. That's actually really good. It's a fifteen-year-old. It's about a 15-year-old girl who becomes obsessed with a, a, an unknown woman who appears to fly in Chicago. And then, like, that woman dies, and then she doesn't know why. And she's, she's wrapped around the whole thing. So it's a little, Sounds interesting. She's obsessed with a, a superhero, pretty much. Okay. A, a known, who's not a superhero, who's an unknown woman. So, and it goes from there, because there's cracks in the entire thing. Fear the Walking Dead was canceled. I, was, I guess we're back on AMC I, I stuff. I'm on AMC. I'm going Fear the Walking Dead was canceled, canceled. but the characters are going to be transitioned into the Walking, Walking Dead, Dead main title. Yeah. So I'm not upset because that makes sense. I figured that's where they were going. Yeah. I knew that show wouldn't last more than like five seasons. I figured they would just kind of end it and then throw them into the book. Because the whole thing was, it was, each season was like a year. Yeah. And they kind of caught up to the Walking Dead cast. Exactly. Because Morgan showed up. And they were just like, yeah, fuck it. Exactly. Oh, she Could Fly was uh, Dark Horse Burger Books. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know what? It's like one of the first ones that aren't a uh, image or whatever. You know, not an image or a Marvel DC property. Yeah, to get picked up. Yeah, because I haven't seen one in like a long time. What was it? What do you think is the last book? The Boys. Oh yeah, Diamond Knight. Yeah, yeah, that's Dynamite. The Boys is the last. And it comes out this week. Oh yeah, that's twenty six. We got to talk about it when it's over. I can't wait with the review. They already got announced for a season two. It did. That was announced at Comic Con. It was announced at Comic Con. They're like, we're doing a season two, and I was like, fuck yeah, give Carl Urban more stuff to do. I love Carl Urban. It's good. Ever since Dread and his take on Bones for Star Trek. Fucking love him. He's funny. So we go from so we go from book announcements to three trailers that got uh, that finally got shown. Watchmen, Picard, and Westworld. Yeah, and nerdwise. So um, Westworld is just a continuation of the of the series of, by of, HBO. Of, yes, of HBO it's season two. Explore more of the robots' histories Out, and stuff. No, so it's going to take place. So how season two ends is that 
the robots have finally left Westworld yeah, itself. The and they're now in the real real world. And now the entire series is going to break down. It's, it's like it, it time jumps. Because at the oh. end of the last season, um, I forgot the main character. Dolores. She, yeah, she builds the new... Um, what's his name? And he's a watcher's voice. Oh, uh, Bernard. Bernard, yeah. She that's, builds she builds yeah, a new Bernard the, yeah, and makes him like a Batman, like a, a Lex and Superman. Like, oh, well, if you you can be the hero if you want. If you can try to be the hero, I'll be your villain type of oh, setup. And now time jumps to now humanity can't tell who's who. And now the robot revolution starts. Oh, this is getting interesting because the movie and the book only recapped the first season. Uh, no, the movie was done... The movie was season so two. So the book the was book written. Was season two. Yeah, the book. Season one was a J.J. Abrams like mind fuck. Basically. Yeah. So like season one of the show is like takes place in two different timelines, but you don't yeah. know that, which is fucking crazy. Yes, it's really a mind fuck. But it, it's like a mix between it's a mix between like they, what they did for the the original book series, like pre, like a lot of premises from the original book, like the Man in Black mm-hmm. and all that other stuff, and mixed with the movie. And season two was a mix between like Future World, which was a and sequel, some and and some of the movie, some of Future World, which was sequel movie, and uh, the rest of the cover and the new original stuff. So I did not see the Picard trailer, but I know it's about Patrick Stewart being a fucking badass. So it's set way after uh, Next Generation, and it's going to just show his life afterward. I didn't see and all... still a space badass. And it's be, like, pretty be much being a solo... Uh, unless it's Patrick Stewart just, like, living a mundane life, drinking coffee... Yeah, like, and I still watch that, though. <laughs> I still watch that. That'd be awesome, just him walking around like, salt and pepper! Yeah! Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. All right, so, and there's one more trailer that got shown, which was Watchmen. Hell yeah, Watchmen. So, Watchmen, this actually answers a lot of the questions that people had about what this when this show was going to take place. Originally, I thought it was a direct follow-up. No, I thought it was a retelling when it first first announced. It was right. a retelling of the of Snyder's movie and of the original book. That's what I thought it was. Right, and that's Apparently a lot of people thought, too. Not. And then I thought it was before Watchmen, which is the book series that came out mm-hmm. by DC. But it's not. And I was like, oh, maybe, but it's not. So what it is, <laughs> what we now know, it because of the trailer, it, it's going to be, it's a sequel to Watchmen. It's set, I don't, we don't know exactly, it's a mix, it is a mixed canon, though. They did say that. So stuff that worked in the Bring movie. Back the comedian. It, he's dead. Oh, he's in the DC universe. No, they don't do things like that. <laughs> they can't. No, they're not legally allowed. They could. They won't. Yeah. Um. So it's a mix between. It's a mix of the things that worked very well for the movie. They'll probably take some of that stuff. And things that worked very well for the book. They take some of that. We know clearly in one scene that they use a giant, you know, alien monster instead of the Doctor Manhattan plot from the movie. They take that. And Dr. Manhattan's coming back. He's on Mars. He's still Red doing, Rocks, he's boy. still doing his Red Rocks stuff. <laughs> Red Rocks all day. Let's talk about the... Oh, wait. One second. So what the show... The, the show does... The trailer does answer some questions like what happens and who those Rorschachs are. They're a terrorist organization and they're fighting the cops in t- uh, Tulsa. That's where the series takes place. And it's be two timelines. One set in a little bit of the... Uh, set after Watchmen... But before the series, and then what's happening That's in the current what the time. That's the That's the Osmandias stuff. So we'll go from there to... Let's talk about the CW. Oh, yeah. Let's talk have... about Bloodwork for Flash. So Bloodwork's a new villain. Yeah, he he's was brand introduced new... in New 52, I think. Yeah. And then New 52. Issue 30. Uh, Rebirth issue 30. Yeah. Where he's a doctor who gets obsessed with trying to make himself better, I think. He's trying then... to find a cure for death. There you go. And he just basically becomes a giant blood monster. I think that's really cool. 
They said he is the main villain because he's a recurring character in the series. He's not going to be yes. Bloodworker when he's first introduced. Right, which he's I'm glad. Doctor Hector something. Yes, and then he's going to turn in. He's one of Caitlin's old friends. Yes, and then he's going to turn into Bloodwork by the middle slash end. Yes, so I think he's going to be the mid. So I think the mid. So the first how uh, CW does it, they do mid season finales yeah. and regular. So the first half of the season he's going to be not Bloodwork. The mid season finale he's going to turn into Bloodwork. It might be and after then the crisis. second half of the villain. It might be after, well, after crisis. crisis yeah. yeah. After and then he'll be the villain for the second half of the season. Right, it, the way it looks like it's they both might do, and you're right. How they because they, they do break it up in because they did that stuff. with season three with Savitar yes. and Tom Pet Tom oh, Pelton Pelton Draco name? Malfoy. Yeah, Draco Malfoy's character Alchemist. Yeah, he they didn't reveal he was the bad guy until about halfway right. through. So same thing, they might do the same thing. I think they're gonna do that. Like what well, he's the bad guy behind the scenes, but he may not become the actual monster form until halfway until through. afterwards because yeah. they have to deal with Crisis first in the show, and that's their, that's their whole roundup. Speaking of Crisis, the crossover. Oh, Brandon okay. Ralph is coming back as Superman. Oh, there's three other announcements they made for that too. What? Tom Welling's coming back from Smallville. Whoa, they're doing play all Superman, the Superman to play Superman. Linda Carter's coming back. To Coming back to play Wonder Woman. I knew about that one. Uh, Burt Ward is playing a character in it, but we don't know who. He's the Robin from the original Batman Let's 69. He's doing a, oh, man, Let's Robin. He's part of Batwoman's supporting cast, so then he can maybe be Robin. I want him to be Old Man Robin. That's what I want, but if they can't do that, oh, I want fair. him to at least be part of Batwoman's supporting yep. cast. And then Brandon Ralph playing Superman, but not just any Superman. He's also playing Adam. Well, he's he plays both. He plays his normal character, <laughs> yeah. and he's playing Superman, but not just any Superman. He's playing Kingdom Come Which Superman. Is fucking awesome! I cannot wait. When you you send me a picture of that of him revealing his shirt, and I was like, "So he's gonna be Superman?" And you're like, "No, no, no, Kingdom Come." And I was like, "Oh shit!" It's like a little. I, I, I want to repeat what I sent you, but I'm like, I don't want to be that raunchy. Nah, no, you were very. Uh, I was very, very explicit. <laughs> I was very explicit about what I wanted to happen. All right. Now, All right, so we jump into the DC. DC app, sponsor us, please, because we always talk about you just like Black Label. Mm-hmm. Give us our own Black Label book. We'll do good. We would. Oh, I'm upset that they didn't talk about the deaths of Vic, uh, Vic Sage. They only talked about Killer Smile, which comes out in October. Yeah. They never talked about the question book. That's weird. I want it to come out. It's probably going to be November, but I want probably. it to come out October. That's why. Read that book. All right, so Sorry. We jump- anyway, good. DC app, sponsor us. DC app. All right, so <laughs> two quick things. Uh, we got confirmed as uh, at San Diego that the DC app and the HBO thing are two separate. We talked about that last time. But it was confirmed. Yeah. Now, because they were rumored, might be confirmed, now officially confirmed, that's two separate things. And how the show- program is going to work, uh, things that are, are aimed for adults, like Doom Patrol, which has got a season two, by the way, that's the announcement, will be on both apps. Will be on DC. Same with Titans. Uh, well, yes. Will be on DC and on HBO. But Harley Quinn HBO. is only going to be on DC. Right. Okay. So then you have Young Justice also got announced for a season four, which we kind of knew was that. No, we didn't. We knew Doom's. We knew Doom Patrol was going to get season. We two. hoped no, cause with the whole rumor about with the the thing falling apart and Swamp, Swamp thing. thing and I I knew DC was going to announce Doom Patrol season two because after the stellar ratings and reviews that it got, they couldn't not do it because. Doom Patrol got better ratings than Titans, and Titans got a season two. Yeah, exactly. But then again, Swamp Thing is getting better ratings than both of them, and it only got and it got canceled. Well, we don't know why. That seems was, so shady. It was behind the scene meddling. I yeah, think. and that has to be something. Someone will if if they are actually shopping around. I think with this HBO merger, HBO will pick it up. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what's gonna happen. And then they did the first episode of Holly Quinn, which is the anime series, and the trailer dropped. Raul Coley is Scarecrow. Yo, that trailer looks so funny. I thought it was gonna be really dumb. So did when I. That, when that first got announced as like a Harley Quinn animated show, of course they're doing that. That's fucking dumb. But now I'm actually excited for it. I think Yo. it's going to be good because I thought it was going to be like her and the Joker hanging out and palling around. No. Nope. She wants to murder him. him. 
It's gonna be so and good. And it's also funny because like all the villains are like on her side, and then this, they're like clapping for her, like "Yeah, you can do it." It's, oh yeah, because just... uh, she's got she's uh, trying to team up with Legion of Doom, and the Legion of Doom hates Bane, and it's like a whole thing. The scene with Kite Man, the they're all at the restaurant together, and Kite Man opens up his thing and he knocks people over with his kite. Ah, uh, I didn't think it was gonna be good, but it just actually looks. Yo, really it looks awesome. so funny. I can't wait. And Kaylee Cuoco, her voice. It works. It works. It's funny because she's the second woman from Big Bang Theory. Yeah, thing. Melissa Ronch did it for the show. I feel like they could brought her back. She was not bad. No, nah, she wasn't. She was But I think she's she's too big of a movie star now because she did that uh, one with Sebastian Stan and she's working on another movie. And that doesn't stop people from doing anything. I know, but she's less available than Kelly Coco because Big Bang Theory got canceled. And they actually, she actually went to DC. And she she's asked the it? one that oh. went to DC and she said she wanted to do something fun and crazy with DC and they were like, they, I don't think they knew at the time. But then they were like, yeah, sure. You get to be uh, Harley crazy Quinn. Harley Quinn. <laughs> You'll be fucking crazy Harley Quinn. And that's how it went down. And then I guess uh, that was it for that's like, all the TV D- stuff. And 90% of it was DC News. Yeah. Marvel, but then again, Marvel TV shows were announced in yeah. their own way. Which we will get to talking about Marvel stuff for Phase 4. All right, so this, this is, is a whole section. Awesome. So we're going to start This is with... another part where you sent me a bunch of text messages in the middle, in the middle of the night. Of the night. <laughs> so we're, we're going to talk about... The TV mo- shows first. Let's do TV shows first. Can we know just enough information to talk about it without trying to super speculate BS? The only speculation I'm going to speculate on is Loki because that was giving us the least information. So we'll start off with Loki then. Yeah. So Loki is go- spinning out. And they even said they, they announced the, what they was. It's spinning out of when he teleports away right. in the game. It's going to be a Loki through the history of the Marvel Universe. Like imagine that history of the Marvel Universe book now. But Loki's the main character. But Loki's the main character. I th- that's what it was originally pitched, I believe, and from what I was told by articles, Mm-mm, by the it internet. was Loki, and he's gonna fuck around with like Napoleon Bonaparte, right? And, like Shakespeare and shit like that, right? I think that's a little funnier than him messing around with the Marvel universe. Well, it's not messing around with the Marvel universe. That kind of makes continuity errors, and I don't want that to happen. There won't be continuity errors. It'll be things we'll like see. he'll show because they that, they're very clean like that. They're not gonna they're not turning. Remember, it's canon. Yeah, all these shows are canon. So it's not going to be... Yeah. So it's not going to be like this whole... I'm going to like pull Steve Rogers' pants down in the middle of basic training so, and he's not going to jump on the, the grenade and now he's not going <laughs> to be... That would be hilarious though. Right, so that's not <laughs> what the series is going to be. That'd be even, that would be in the book though. But it, if, yeah, if that was if it was yeah. a book part, yeah, because they can do that and then They like, should do a Loki version of history but with Loki. Oh man, that'd be great. Marvel, get on it. But Take our ideas. Really what this book is going to be, this show is going to be about, it's going to be like Loki through time. Until eventually at the end, the test track comes back. That's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. They didn't that's... announce this as limited, though. They announced it as a just a show. Yeah, because you can you can do that. You yes, can do can, as long as they make him go back to the time right. he gets sent back. You got you can have as much fun as you want with it without remember because again it's canon, so you can have he has cameos. to get back in his place before right. Thor two. So you can have cameos and stuff with that with other actors. Worth better make a cameo, you know. So we'll see. Uh, next, we'll talk about WandaVision. So this which, was originally pitched as a 50s style. I wasn't even pitched. It was a stupid rumor. I was like, this makes no sense. I thought it would make sense because I thought they would take cues from Tom King's book. But it's not where, time travel. I know, but it's aesthetically like the 50s. Like, right. Aesthetically, yeah, it looks like that's it. What, that's, what I think, that's what I thought it was going to be like aesthetically the 50s. But they're introducing Monica Rambeau. That was that was the weird announcement. Which is the, which is the little girl from Captain Marvel. Yes. Which makes sense that she's grown up. And I yeah. think that's really cool. How they're making her relevant again. Yeah, that was a cool add-on. And WandaVision also ties to another event. 
ties into Doctor Strange. Strange too. Yeah, we will talk about that. We'll talk about with that part. But so it, this is this was announced as a limited. Yes, this limited. one will be one season question mark because Netflix. Yeah. This is Netflix, I know, but Netflix does limited series where they're like it's literally one season long. Yeah, and it's like twelve episodes or eight episodes or right. something. So, so we when this said it's limited, I thought it was like oh it's gonna be a season, but they could easily do like three seasons. It's limited because we only have three plans, something right. like that. And as long as it gets to that next movie, that's all that matters. Yeah. Which I think is what it's going to be. I think it's so going to lead into this that. takes place. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. Or it's going to take place after. This takes, no, this takes place beforehand. This comes out before? Yes. Okay. Because they said it ties into the other okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so it takes place post-Endgame. With a like re- all these things. With all the, Except all, for maybe Loki, but kind of Loki. Right. Loki's a side piece. <laughs> Not <laughs> a side story. <laughs> Phrasing. Uh, it's a side story to this. So they're going to take the WandaVision story. It's a brand new vision. It's going to be explore the relationship now that he's rebuilt post Endgame, and then we don't know exactly how it's going to tie into the Doctor Strange thing, but that's what it is. We'll talk about Doctor Strange. We'll get to it. Next Uh, is Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Okay, so you want to talk about the last? Yes. Okay. Hawkeye is going to be awesome. This is the one I'm most hyped for for the shows. So am I, actually. Well, I feel like we're both hyped for the for the next one as bad as much as this one, but I'm a little more for it because this is the Matt. They're kind of basing off the Matt Fraction run, where even Hawkeye is the, the mentor to Kate Bishop. Even I'm fucking hyped. I love lo- Kate Bishop. Even the logo looks like the Kate Bishop logo. Yeah, well, it looks like the Hawkeye logo from the Matt Fraction run. And yes. all that shit. It looks. It's just so cool. I can't. Wait. I can't wait to see who they cast. That's what I'm waiting for. She better be badass. That's what I want. If they make her like some Nancy Prancy girl, I'm gonna be like, no. Kate Bishop is badass. We need a badass woman. We will. I I, I think Marvel. Uh, Ooh, maybe the chick from the Thundermans. Maybe. But it works. She's a badass. In her in Thundermans, she was great. But then right. I don't think she's Marvel quality, in my opinion. That sounds bad. But I don't think she's Marvel quality acting. What it is, honestly, what I think. I also want to see if they incorporate Cassie Lang into it somehow. Because <sighs> they didn't announce an Ant Man, another Ant Man movie. So what are they going to do with adult cat, uh, teenage Cassie? Are we... they going to put her in Hawkeye and make? The Hawkeye show lead into a Young Avengers. We don't know. They could do that. I'm not well, right now surprised. we know. What right now we know that Hawkeye because with Vision and with Scarlet Witch, they could have Wiccan. That's a complicated story. This is I know, but th- but this is just me speculating about like that's a super complicated it's just Kate story. Bishop. They could you're easily more, do. You're more, more likely. You're more likely to get statuette in stature, stature or stinger, depending on where you're. Whatever version Greek they want, from. whatever name they want to take for yeah. it. Into Hawkeye way before you will get Wiccan into. Oh, for sure, but I'm saying like because she'll be like her, like her and America will probably be the two characters honestly, that are going to be like the best friends of Kate while she's training. Honestly, if they I even th- in, even if they, if they even introduce them. Honestly, what I think they're going to do because they haven't they I, they have said there's going to be Kate Bishop. What I think they're going to do though, the first season is going to be the it's, it's just going to be her and Clint. Yeah, with that's no for sure that's backup. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Anything and then. Maybe if they want to do a Young Avengers, we might see them. But kind of honestly, like what they I did with the Netflix shows where they sprinkle in other characters. Well, I think they, sh- with their smart, if they were smart, they wouldn't introduce them in there. They would do them in, spring them from other things. Like, we already know Stature exists in the Ant-Man movie. Well, we know that she's a teenager. Right, I know what I'm saying. And then you have Hawkeye, Kate Bishop in this. Yeah. And then, you're right, maybe introduce Wiccan in maybe the limited or in the Doctor Strange movie, unless they start are, bringing them around to make a Young Avengers TV show. I think maybe at Comic Con they'll announce one more Marvel movie besides at this. Yeah, no, no, New York Comic Con. No, they won't. Well, because they, 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 uh, they didn't did give Black, they didn't give back Black Panther a title yet. It's just Black Panther two. You know, it's uh, they said they're ne- this announcement. This next two year announcement was that it. That was it. Oh, for I now. thought because I I do want to see what Ant Man is going to do. Yeah, we don't know. 
Because they could do Ant-Man and Stinger. Or we don't know. It won't be until... It won't be until next year. Okay. Yeah. Because I do just want to see... Because they put up... Uh, remember all the they stuff... They put up they, the timeline, I know. Yeah, they put up the timeline. The first timeline for the next two two years. And the other four movies aren't on the list, and neither right. is the surprise hit. We'll yeah. talk about that. I don't want to spoil that at all. Right. So all we right. don't know. So, so we'll Hawkeye, jump in. like I said, my hi- most hyped show. Yeah, it's going to be good. But I can't the wait. the second most hyped... Winter Soldier and Falcon. Oh, my God. For one reason. Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo. They got Daniel Brule to come back, and he's got the purple fucking mask on. I can't wait, He dude. looks like Grimace. Let's go. <laughs> he doesn't look like not, doesn't look that much like Grimace. <laughs> he actually looks really good. They he released good. the full, they, because they showed off the trailer at the uh, con. Yes. Because he hacked into it, and he was talking about it. And they finally showed off what it looks like to the public yep. from Entertainment Weekly. Yep. Damn, he looks good. So good. I, mean, I can't wait. Me and you were kind of speculating it would be more... Weird, but it's, yeah. it's just a purple baklava. Yeah, basically. which is fine. Which is exactly what it is in the comics, but it's just we just drawn. Think we're just thinking. We're thinking. We're so used to how he's drawn. Yeah, and like this long, like look like a it's scarf. A long purple mask. Yeah, like a scarf. Like, yeah. like, like a, but this like, one looks like he it, robbed it's a like bank someone, with purple. Yeah, someone's like a. Like it looks a, like a Phantom Rose the, character. I think it was. Yeah, Kingpin's kid. Yes, the Rose. Yeah, the Rose. And literally, like in the yes, the Harry looks like in the the still. But in my head, when they announced it, I immediately thought someone took a wool cap and cut out purple, like a purple wool cap and cut out eyes. <laughs> and I was like, uh, he's going to rob a bank. what if the original trailer was him, like, you, you don't see what he's doing, he's moving his hands around, you see him pick up scissors, and you just see him doing that while he's talking, and then he stands up and he puts it on, and the eye holes are weird? Yeah, like, <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> one of the eye holes is too high, and he's like, shit. It's like, I got fixed. He pulls it I'll down. I'll get you. I'll get you avenges. <laughs> but then again, they don't want it to be a comedy. That's but not. this is going to be the passing of the torch, basically. Yeah, we, we were It's the lead in to Falcon becoming Captain America right. before the movies. Without having to do a movie origin. A movie. Before, even though we didn't have one. Exactly. And, and we'll it's going to be Falcon being, uh, Winter Soldier being like, no, no, you deserve this. Cap yeah. wouldn't, like... R- He's like, a supporter. Like what we talked about last time. Yes. Cap wouldn't want you to do what he does. Cap wants you to do what you should do. Exactly. So and we'll see that. that's going to be the whole thing. So we'll jump and I hope the... Old Man Cap does come in this yes. show at some point. I do hope so, too. That'll be cool. I'm While li- you're looking that up, let's talk about What If. Oh, my God. The animated show the where Bernard, who I don't know his name, unfortunately, the actor's name, Bernard from Westworld, he is voicing The Watcher. And it's going to be the Watcher basically telling what if stories from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, kind of, because they're introducing a lot of characters from like yes. Oh so, my God! Now, question, because mm-hmm. I know you know more because you watched the panel. Is it going? I know it's in the kind of in the MCU. Are they going to do? Uh, I know you're going all with the question. characters because like like I know you're going with uh, this. Mark Ruffalo is coming back. Right, right. Scarlett Johansson's coming back, but not yes. for Seven's not Downey. Right, right. So like, what's the whole deal with that? So what if it's going to be? So we said this before when we talk about Westworld. It's going to be narrated by the Watcher, who is the actor who plays Bernard. That's the first part. And then, as the series goes on, each episode is going to focus on one major change in the Marvel I universe. I was upset Seth Green wasn't on that poster list because Seth Green voices Howard the Duck. I know, <laughs> but it's going to. It's so it's going to be what ifs, but what if based around the MCU movie stuff. So like, the first what if Thor didn't become one of fir- Fortnite. Well, the, one of the first two what ifs they announced was what if Loki. Was worthy to pick up the hammer, oh, no, oh, and and what if uh, Peggy Carter was Captain America? Yeah, and Haley Atwell's come back. So those are the first two we know of, but they did say they're going to use a mix between the what if stories that have come out because they have so many because it's, they are a lot. And then I want to see what if Flash Thompson becomes Spider Man because the one that just but, did, but remember it's we Tommy, have Tony Ravioli. That, that's his last name, which is unfortunate. It's fine, but no. But Tony Ravioli from the Far From Home, but we did talk about that. We did. We had about a whole discussion about it the other day. Outside, outside the podcast, we had to talk about Venom 
and how he may be introduced because he's he's not Tom Hardy, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. To, I'm sorry to burst your bubble. It's not gonna be Tom. Hardy. It's not Tom Hardy. But it could easily be this Tony Ravioli character. Yes, and there's a so there's a whole cool. reason I won't get into it. We'll week. speculate on that when they announce the movie, right? Because if they announce it's gonna be Sinister Six, which we know it is, yeah, and they don't announce the like who the sixth guy is, and we're like, oh, maybe it's Venom, right? And we'll, we'll speculate we'll, then. We'll talk about but that. I won't go into it because our Venom theory is not terrible. It's not. It's actually. not bad. It's not bad. I don't like to toot my own horn, but toot toot. It, it's not bad. Just like that X Factor book you pitched to me the oh, other day. Oh, God. Not yeah. terrible. Really fucking good. We're not going to talk about I it. I only thought about it the other day. I, in the car ride home, I was like, fuck, that's a really good fucking story. It's, I was thinking about it the last three days. <laughs> like, I keep shit. thinking about it. It's so good. We're not going to talk about it because we don't want you fuckers to steal our idea. I mean, you could. We're not getting paid for any of this. Just, you know, credit us. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about it when we do our own, like, yes. writer's guild thing. But, yeah, so what if it's going to be based around, like, mix of some stuff they've done in what ifs? Like, what if this happened? What if Cap became president? That's right. That's always the one I think You can of. do, yeah. They can do stories like that because they exist in the MCU, but they you probably won't see what if episodes. They like, might do what if Cap, oh, what if Winter Soldier became Cap instead of Falcon. Right. You'll see, the quick one. You're right. You'll see that, You but you won't see things like what, what if, if Cap died at the end of Civil oh, War. Oh, no, like, what if, you won't see things like what if. Conan fights Wolverine. Yeah, no, we're not seeing those. Right, you won't see classic ones transformed, but you will see ones that MCU characters exist for, yeah. most likely, without any ramification. So we'll go from the actual What If Disney Plus streaming service, sorry, this from the streaming service, into the actual Phase 4 mega movies. Let's start with the Eternals, because that's the one that's coming out next year. Yes. Black Widow, we know, is announced. We can talk about it a little bit, but we'll do that we right talk about all of them. No, no, because Black Widow, we, I want to do more, spec, not speculation, but more talks about the newer ones, because we already know the plot of Black Widow. Yeah. Let's kind of talk about Eternals Well, no, the, the plot actually got revealed, kind of, yeah, and it's way different it than what we was, what we thought it was. Okay, let's talk about Eternals first. All right, so Eternals is going to be what we thought it was, uh, it's for those who read Eternals. Kumail Nanjiani's in it, that's cool, yeah. they announced the cast as well. They did announce Joe the cast. Joe Rich Madden, yep. uh, Nanjiani, and a bunch of characters, a bunch of people I forget. Yes, it was massive. It's there. And I they said this to they before. They didn't announce the bad guy yet, and I no. really hope it's Keanu Reeves, but I also hope they save him for something else. It's going to be, so right now, it's going to be a group of immortals that, that is exploring humanity. I think this is going to lead into the mutant stuff. Because they it's did not, say mutants and Fantastic Four were it's coming not, in the future. It's not. You don't know that. No. The MCU can do whatever they want, James. And I've been right the entire time. Yeah, not the entire time. I've been right about everything. 90% of the time. I've been right about everything the MCU's done. 90% of the time. Which one did I get wrong? Every single theory... Or speculation I've done, I've gotten right. You can't claim far from home you got right because that's how the story goes. We, we were just, well, no, the we multiverse thing, spoilers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember, I, we never talked about far from home on the show. I know, we were supposed to, but we got wrapped up in we mega, up in a, lot a lot of, of other stuff. But, it was uh, good. It was good. There you go. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Sets up the next uh, phase and yeah. sets up the next Spider-Man movie. Right. But the, told my multiverse theory was right because I'm like, that's not how... And then it was like, no... Because they, they, they referenced it as 616, which is fucking cool, but it's like, that's not true because they gave it its own... Designation, yeah. yeah. And it, like even without it's seeing like that... Yeah, without even seeing that designation, it goes, no, why would they introduce a multiverse in... In Spider-Man. In Spider-Man and in, in the way they're... They would introduce it in Captain Marvel or in Doctor Strange, Strange. which we'll talk about. But that, And I'll explain why that multiverse is a very loose term when you Doctor think, gonna be different. I know. Right. When you think about multiverse, so Eternals is gonna be a bunch of space people, space immortals, coming out of the Earth, and they're where all legends and myths are based on. And I think they it's gonna be. Humanity. A, I think it's gonna be kind of a comedy. It's not. It's not it's gonna be like a, a ha ha ha. Like, it's a family dynamic movie. Yeah. So say. there's gonna be comedy in it. 
So, well, you just want comedy in everything. No, that's not true. You want Taika Waititi. I can't. Taika Waititi? Yeah, you want his name slathered all over. And we will talk about his movie coming out. So the next one we'll talk about is Black Widow. Because we do know more about that. Just like the Eternals, we know a little bit more. So the rumor about... uh, Taskmaster and David Harbour is not true. true. Taskmaster is the villain, but they haven't announced who it is. David Harbour is playing Red Guardian. Not the rumor of it being Ben Grimm. Yeah. Which, again, makes more sense. I'd rather have Ben Grimm be in the Doctor Strange movie. Or how about not at all? Or how about Shut Your Face? (laughs) (laughs) And I love... I don't want to shit on... I don't like... I don't take pleasure in shitting on people. You kind of do, though, like a little bit? I love it. (laughs) It just... It gets me a little bit there. It's like having your first cup of coffee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's, it's a little bit it like starts yeah. my day. And like, oh yeah, I ruined. Let me shit dream. on dreams. <laughs> but I don't like. You know, I don't like shitting on dreams and speculation because the problem is, rumors tend to get out of control, and then people don't know what to read and don't know, and they don't, they start getting confused about stuff, and then they're disappointed when it doesn't happen. Yes, the Black Widow movie is her husband. It's a past story. Yes, and it's Budapest. Her husband is Red Guardian in the movie. Oh yes! Oh, and they announced the secondary Black Widow, Yelena Florence Pug, will be it. Yep, she'll be in it, and the Red Guardian is going to be her husband. I think the main villain besides Taskmaster is going to be the evil Black Widow. Yes, people were like, they could easily put her as the new Black Widow, and I'm like, no, she's a bad guy. Well, we know how they can make her a Black Widow. The how they can we know how they're going to bring back Black Widow because that's Guardians Three, but we'll talk about that when we talk about the last announcements. Yes. But uh, yeah, so it's gonna be. I'm excited to see who Taskmaster is being played by. I, that's I, I'm. I thought because David Harbour, he's a good like he's a bigger actor now. He's just Hellboy yeah. and he's in Stranger Things. But seeing him play a good guy makes more sense. He's not playing a guy. Red Guardian's like a good guy. He's course. a good guy in depending on version. Yeah, exactly. And if they're doing MCU version, which she is her ex husband, I think he's gonna be a goodish guy. Right, he's gonna be the. He's gonna be a bad moral right. compass, but a good guy. Right, so you're gonna see definitely like. Hawkeye's definitely going to be... Really Hawkeye's going to be in it at least a little bit. Because yeah. they, they do Budapest. I think Budapest's going to be their cold open. Yes. Budapest's going to be like, the beginning, it's Budapest. Right. And that's it. I, that's all we know right now. And besides like... Renner, yeah. Youngish and do Budapest. And we'll also see, like I said, what we kind of know... Like, since, since we've been talking about Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which spins out of the WandaVision show, because Scarlet Witch is going to be in it. Yes. So, it's going to be them just exploring the multiverse. We don't know. This version we of the literally multi- don't know. But the multiverse is different in the Doctor Strange movies because they're counting, like, the dark dimension. Right. And they're so, going to count, like... Th- nightmare. Like, yeah, we know stuff the villains like that. Those nightmare. kind of dimensions. So it's and not... kind of Dormammu again. Right. Like, the dark dimension and stuff like that. Yeah. So... We don't know who the villain is. We kind. I'm of, thinking it's Dormammu. We've been and, guessing that a lot. The biggest Nightmare. rumor is Nightmare and Dormammu. That makes sense because well, Dormammu will come back again. Or because Baron Mordo. Well, well, we know he's going to be the big villain yeah. or the overarching mini villain. Yeah. Because at the end of Doctor Strange, he's like, "I'm taking all the magic away." Exactly. So he's going to try to get Scarlet Witch, and Doctor Strange, at right, one point. Exactly. Because they're magicians. So one, I like the title because it is a throwback to like Cthulhu, HP Lovecraft, oh, yeah, like Mountain it. of Madness. When you sent me that, I was like, "What?" Yeah, I thought it was like, Doctor Strange too. Yeah, and or, then like, the purple, the yellow gloves of coolness, or something like that. <laughs> the yellow gloves he wears once and never wears again. Yeah, but uh, they knew they were stupid. <laughs> the thing was, like I said, the the biggest thing about this is that take the term multiverse and do not think DC and do not think Marvel Comics versions think MCU anything potential. that just exist that isn't our plane of reality. I think they're going to count Asgard as a multiverse, too. Right. They, they'll count things like any place that you have to travel through a different dimensional gate to get to. Yeah. Like Asgard. 
and Dark those any of those realms. Uh, remember, they even talk about it in the the mirror universe. They uh, where they train yeah. in Doctor Strange one. Yeah, that's technically a new multiverse. It's, it's technically yeah. it's a multiverse. It's a separate dimension that's not all plane. So yeah. think, don't think loose loose multiverse. Terms. Right. Don't think this is how they would don't do. think what Mysterio tried to do in Far From Home. Right. Think magic. Same Earth. Same Earth. Anything that's not out anything that's outside of Earth is considered the multiverse. Mm-hmm. So that's all we know. Let's talk about Thor Love and Thunder. This is cool because besides it being another Taika Waititi, which I love, it's the first Marvel movie besides Avengers to get a fourth. Like, yes. Because Iron Man and Cap stopped at three. Thor was the other one that got announced as, here they're doing three. And then after Ragnarok was such a success, they uh, shut up. It was a success commercially at least. Yes. You can't deny that. Oh, no. I will never deny that. But they, they're they doing a fourth one with the same team. Yes. And it's going to bring back Natalie Portman. Yes. As... J-Force of Thor. Which, I think that's cool, but at the same time, I don't... So, Natalie Portman originally said that she wasn't going to be a part of the universe anymore because they took her friend off of Thor 3. So, Thor 1 and 2 were done by the same person, I believe. And it was Natalie Portman's friend. I Don't quote me on this. I don't remember. But this I don't is know what I believe left. is what... I didn't I care. believe she left because of certain things. I knew there was something behind the scenes. And Patty she Jenkins was doing a movie, and... She was doing Wonder Woman at the time. No, no, it was before Wonder Woman, she was doing a Marvel movie. And Marvel kicked her out. And this... then Natalie Portman got upset. Again, I'm not so gonna... Natalie Portman left after Thor Dark I'm not going to fact check you, but I really do want to know this. And then Natalie Portman was in Endgame, kind of. They just reused old footage with her permission. And then Taika announced that she's going to come back as Jane Foster. She's got a little bit of blonde hair. And she's going to be the new Thor. And also that Valkyrie... Oh, she was supposed queen. to be doing... She was supposed to do Thor 2. That's what happened. Oh, it was supposed to be Thor 2. Okay. And that's and, and then she's yes, doing a Thor movie. Yeah, she was supposed to be doing Thor 2, and then she uh, they kicked her out. Yeah, and then she did Wonder Woman. And then she did Wonder Woman, Mom. which, yeah. But good for her. Good for her. <laughs> good for fucking her. Because Thor 2 was garbage. Yeah. And that's why Natalie Portman's performance in that one was really shitty, because she was pissed. But she was contractually obligated to do it. Say, yeah. So, that's what it so is. So, she's coming back with Taika to do Thor Love and Thunder, which yep. I love the title. I know you don't. It just harks no, back I mean, to, like, Flash Gordon and old 80s stuff. It's, it's all... But this comes with... This comes with some weird shit, too. Caveats. So, at the end of Endgame, spoilers because it's been out for months, yeah. go see it. It just beat out uh, Avatar and Titanic, yes. the number one grossing movie of all time. So, it's up there. See it. You probably have. Well, actually, it will never be number one movie of all time, technically. What was number one? Gone, Gone with the Wind will always be number one movie of all time. Because every year, they, they adjust for inflation, because they have to. Yeah. And Gone with the Wind, because back then, they didn't have fucking TV, and the only place you can cool off was a movie theater... And every and it was a quarter, oh, so everyone just saw the movie. Oh, okay, so, <laughs> so Gone with the Moon. In reality, it's that but all in, time. In our stuff is this, but yes, in current timeline stuff. So, like we're at the timeline. end of that, Thor is with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, right at so after filming Endgame, they were going to jump right to Guardians. Guardians was supposed to come out early, but then everything happened with James Gunn, yep. and he joined DC, and then Marvel finally got him back after all the controversy and stuff, yep. and after Brightburn came out, and now it's coming. After this new slate of movies. Yes, which is fine. Which is with... Uh, All the other sequels. Black Panther 2. Cap and, and Marvel and... Yeah. Captain Marvel and then Fantastic Four Mutants question mark. They're, yeah. They've just... They're talking about it. So... I think it's cool. It's good. No, it's but good. But it's going to be weird to see how they transition from... It's actually very Thor simple. being in the, the very, Guardians very to being Thor again and then maybe back in the Guardians. It's very... What you said kind of makes sense. Because, because I think they're going to leave him in a space diner. That's so just, you want comedy. Because it's, that's... It's talking about TV back. But what I'm saying is... 
the best storytelling wise the best storytelling wise for this would be it doesn't have to reference you don't want this because you don't want guardians to then be you don't want guardians Ryan 3 to then be the interim between the space between endgame and this you could do that it could be or the more likelihood is that throw it up and this is a year later in real time whatever real time yeah. gap it is between endgame and that because the the actual synopsis of the movie is that Valkyrie is the queen, uh, the the king of New Asgard, and she wants a queen, and she doesn't know how to do her, you know run her life between being Asgardian and trying to date. And she's finding her queen. I think she's gonna go find other Valkyrie. The other Valkyrie. She queen, died. Right? Yeah, but they, they could easily go. They could try to find her in some way. Well, we don't know exactly. We don't know yet. But she's dead. We know she's dead. She's... We know Brunhilde, or the at least the old Valkyrie. Yeah, is dead. Brunhilde is dead. So she is trying to figure out her own uh, place in the world, and really the best way you can do this. Oh, and, and they said I also that- really love that Natalie Portman's coming back because at the end of Civil War or mm-hmm. whenever the last Thor movie, they talk about how Thor was broken up. They yeah. broke up, and it was like she broke up with him, but he plays it off like I broke up with her. Uh, I want to see uh, them interact again. Uh, it's gonna be hilarious. Age of Ultron. So it's gonna be hilarious. They come. Uh, so what it is is that Thor comes back and is trying to help her. Find love because he thinks he's mastered love and Loving he hasn't. Mother. And it's going to be like the play. Like they're both trying to find love, and Jane Force is back. So we don't. I want to see how they're going to get for the hammer. Right, so he that's has, the big. He thing. does have his axe though, yeah. so maybe with he's meddling so... from Loki, he gets his hammer back, or they make a new that's, one. Or we don't know. Yeah, that might know. be Stormcaster actually. And they are, uh, and then you have the you have Stormcaster be Jane Forster's. And then the one that Valkyrie or that Jane Foster Valkyrie used in the book, Yornrier, could be the one that that's because that's a war Thor's yeah. hammer. They can use that one too. So you only have two more two more options. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see from there. But, I I think they're just gonna take the easy way out and make it a Milnia. Yeah, that's probably what they're gonna do. Because it was forged once, it can be forged again. again. I think that's what they're gonna do. Yeah. So it was jumping. Let's talk about Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. We're getting the real Mandarin, boys. Yeah, the we are. Fucking after fucking tease for ten years. After of, what's after the what was it? Hell, I, all hail the king or something. All hail the king. Give us the real real Mandarin. Mandarin. That's hype. And it's actually pretty funny. Not funny. I when they announced the Shang Chi movie, I was like, "Who the hell is going to be the his villain?" Villains are just angry kung fu guys. They're all all the kung fu masters, and then Iron Fist villains. <laughs> yeah, they're all the martial artists. So how do you refer, you know how do you fix that? Make him fight the other Chinese bad guy. But then yeah, so how Chinese can you do that? Guy, I forget. But and how can you do that? But, it was but now cool. that Iron Man is out of the universe right. currently, and he is one of his main villains, Mandarin, which they teased. Why not have Shang Chi fight him? Yeah. In either a prequel or a current day. Even because you can say it as a prequel uh, as a current day one, because remember the real Mandarin has and been around. Out there. So, and he's out there. So you're. So your best bet is just to have him fight the real Mandarin, and he's been trying to take out whatever the Ten Rings are. Mm-hmm. And you can have. I really it. want to see him mention something about Ronan, because Ronan right. was around killing a bunch of Chinese people, right. uh, Japanese people in the beginning of the movie, the Yakuza. Yeah. So I'd like to see maybe he's one of the surviving members somehow, and so like as an undercover agent or something, because we know Shang Chi's a good guy. Yes, and you can have Shang Chi just as one a martial artist. Well, obviously. To you can have him where he's exploring the street level Marvel stuff without it being a TV show. Because really, he's a street level hero. As he much is. as Spider Man is, they tend to throw Spider Man in big fucking things. Well, he is still street level because, like, Vulture wasn't crazy and neither was Mysterio, really. Well, no, but Vulture then, was crazy, but then world ending Mysterio. 
That's only be, because of how they set it up. But he was right. still, he wasn't your friend in the neighborhood, but he was still street level. He didn't, right. he only went into space once. And I love Nick Fury's line, bitch, you've been to space. So good. Well, that's Talos, really. I know. That's, <laughs> which is funnier. I loved, I dude, I really wish they gave him a milkshake, but that would have given it away. If, if at one scene, like in a cup holder, you saw a milkshake in there, I would have been like, oh shit, that's Talos. Yeah, that's why they didn't do But they didn't do that, but I thought it would have been cool. That was like that, a little nod the before the end That's the whole point. I like, I like sprinkles, you know what I mean? When you get a like, donut, I like sprinkles on it. You know what I mean? Like, we all like Jimmy's. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, I really, We know nothing. Yeah, the, they the, literally cast a main actor Thursday night. No, he was cast no. before. They actually announced I mean, it. He was rumored before. They were rumored before, and they announced, like, hey, him, we Aquafina, cast him last night. Yeah, him, Aquafina, and one other person. And they haven't even said if the other guy is Mandarin. They just said the other guy is going to be, like, right. in the movie. He could be, like, Shang-Chi's friend. He could be a tiny rival. Exactly. He could be Aqua, somewhere related to Aquafina's character who hasn't been revealed either. We have either. no idea what's going to happen. And we just know Mandarin's in it. I hope Mandarin is, like, a, not an old guy, but, like, an older actor who's Chinese. Maybe, oh, maybe it'll be Donnie, Donnie, Donnie Lee, Donnie Yen. The guy who was in Into the Badlands. All right. I hope yeah. it's him because he's older and he knows all the Kung Fu shit. True. And I thought they were going to get him for Shang-Chi originally. And then they didn't. They got us. I want to call him Sima something. Not to sound like racist, but I think it's Sima, right. Sima Yin. I'm not don't sure. Don't quote me. I don't know Japanese, Chinese actors' names. Besides Aquafina because she was in Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, so we don't know. We know now, nothing. let's talk about this canon-breaking movie that came out of fucking nowhere. James, what the fuck is it? It's called Blade. What? <laughs> uh, by the way, what? what? <laughs> Your high was like, yes, Blade. Yeah, dude, Blade. Blade? That was out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, Blade. and it's will be quote unquote the first horror movie, which makes sense. He fights vampires, yeah. but it's also Mar- uh, Marshala Ali. We know nothing, and we're not going to. S- no, yes. I'm not going to speculate. Besides, he fights vampires. I'm going to do the time of the speculation. I lied. But he was Cottonmouth from Bla- from Luke Cage. Which, so that breaks the canon. And then breaks all canon. Which means the Netflix shows are officially dead. Officially, officially dead. dead. So everyone that was hoping that all these actors and all the rumors like, oh, they Charlie they're Cox. Reboot, they're going to reboot Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, Daredevil. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, he's going to be. No. No. Because those actors would love to come back. But Marvel's like, no. All the actors were really fit for the part. Even Danny Rand. Well, they, uh, Finn Jones. Yeah. He looked the part and he acted the part. Season he, two. It wasn't season two. <laughs> And all the characters were really well fit, I think but it just didn't. It just didn't work out for them. And then when that deal, yeah, once that like, once they cut ties with them, that was the moment I knew, and I called it, and I said this here too, and no one believed me. I believed you that the actors weren't coming back, but I would like to think that they kept some of the canon, because D'Onofrio Kingpin, right? You, they're gonna have to I recast would, him, right? Pay, I'm gonna be pissed. Well, that means you probably get him in a Spider-Man movie. Maybe he'll be the mayor in the Spider-Man movie. Right. Sanctions the Sinister Six. Yeah, so you get. Without those shows, you now can do more stuff. I know. And that's the thing. Think of it just like how I think, I think of it. I think it is a good thing, but I do like right. Charlie Cox and... Je- oh, and, uh, yeah. Oh, what's her face? She could play Jessica Jones. Uh, Kristen Ritter. Yeah. She's I fantastic. I, I don't know why. I really she's pregnant them. in real life. I know. I really Fair wanted enough. to bring that pregnancy into season four with Luke Cage. Yeah. I think that would have been awesome. It would have been good, but like I said, it's the biggest thing that... that it's, a, it's a double-edged sword. With them canceling those series... Now people that want to see these characters cameo in these movies, you can. And all these Netflix stuff, uh, the Disney Plus stuff, will now all be canon. because if Maybe they... Daredevil's going to be in Hawkeye. Right. Or, know. you know, if you want, like, an Iron Fist, he can show up in Shang-Chi. Yeah. As a martial artist that he fights. Mm-hmm. 
or at least bring in the Steel Serpent and be like, I'm right. out there because Steel Serpent's here and he's wearing like the blue version of the outfit. You would have like Punisher show up in in Blade, you know. I think, so. The Midnight Suns. Here's my Blade speculation. Because you want Moon Knight. Thanks for ruining it, James. I'm going to. Here's my Blade speculation. So, Blade, th- announcing Blade like this, they're definitely going to do more than one. Oh, yeah. Like, with the Eternals, I think they're only going to do one Eternals movie. It's going to be weird if they do only one. It's going to be weird if they, do, if they do more than I don't know no, where if they're going to go. Right. Um, you're right. It's like the new gods for DC. They're it only going to do it's one. It's exactly the new gods for DC. They're only going to do one. Like, we know they're doing Shazam 2, Wonder Woman 2, yeah. and Aquaman 2, but we don't know they're going to do new gods 2 yeah, unless it's they just focus it on Mr. Miracle and, and Barter it, or something like that. And but then they would call it Bart, Mr. Miracle or something like that. I know. So with this, with Blade, they announced it and you know they're going to do three movies. So I think to introduce more characters into the horror realm of it, even if they don't cross over with Captain America, Falcon, and stuff like that, even if they just stick to their own Blade canon, it's still canon in the world, but their own Blade canon, at the end of the movie, they could, after Blade kills all the vampires ever, he fights a werewolf. And the werewolf happens to be the one that Moon Knight fights. They introduce Moon Knight at the end, and then Blade 2 can be called Midnight Suns. Blade, Midnight Suns. They can introduce Punisher, Blade, uh, Moon Knight... Hellstrom, Ghost Rider. Well, because they both they all they have the Hulu stuff. Exactly. So, so I Ghost think... Rider could because Johnny Blaze is going to be in the 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 Ghost Rider Hulu show. Yes. So why not have even the same actor? I know their TV level and all this dumb right. shit, but they haven't cast him yet. Maybe he can come back, or they could have Danny Ketch and Johnny Blaze be around at the same right. time with Gabe. Exactly. I think it's a good idea to do Blade as a. Here's a way to bring in our street level characters again. Now that the Netflix movies are done, right? And I think, I, I think, and they could even bring like, a, like you said, Punisher, right? Even they, if it's not uh, Frank Grillo, not Frank Grillo, Jake, uh, John Jack, Bernthal, John, yeah, John Bernthal, Frank Grillo's crossbones. Even yeah. if they don't bring in John Bernthal, they could still bring in someone who can play the Punisher. Yeah, and that's all it is. I think I'm Blade really excited is going to be plus Marshall Marshall Ali after Green Book. So cool, killer. I love him. I think the best thing about Blade is that they're going to introduce more horror stuff. Your best bet. Is doing something where even if they uh, don't, even if they make that Blade Three as Midnight Suns, right. Blade Two like he teams up with one. I wouldn't even. I would. I would do Blade One as normal, like your regular. Yeah, origin, he's gonna fight vampires, like, maybe whatever. Dracula or something yeah. like that. Tied in a little bit to Doctor Strange. Tiny bit. Tiny bits to explain like how. Maybe all... no. Maybe he'll appear at the end of Doctor Strange. Right. Because Doctor Strange will be uh, towards the end the of it. Pseudo lead into it because yeah. it is the mystical realm. Right. So do something like that. And then you can do things someone like... someone has to cameo Blade in right. one of the movies. They don't just set it up like, without that. Yeah, exactly. So you have Doctor Strange as a little bit of a setup. You have Blade 1, uh, which then sets up like the other horror stuff. But your best bet would... Because if you introduce Moon Knight with Midnight Suns, you could do a Moon Knight movie. I would, I would honestly rather Moon Knight Or just do not... Blade 2 and then ju- just do Blade 1 I and wouldn't... then immediately just do Midnight Suns as its own thing. I wouldn't and want... And make it the pseudo-Blade 2 how like, I don't want him in a movie. for Civil War. I don't want, I don't want Moon Knight in a movie. Why? Because he'd be better as a TV show. He would be, but after, be, after they canceled the Netflix stuff, it's kind of hard to put him on something else. You can put him on Hulu, on their yeah, own TV not service. As gritty, though. You can. We have to see can. how gritty Ghost Rider They gets. said they'll go as as whatever is needed for it. It won't be a hard R. I'm only saying that Moon Knight should be in Blade because of the Midnight Suns. Yeah, but they probably, their best bet for certain characters. Because the problem is, Moon Knight is a complicated character to do in just a movie and it has he would have to have his own solo movie and you do, you can't do Unless more than one. call it the Midnight Suns and then he it's like focused on him mostly and Blade's like a secondary character. I wouldn't then that'd be dumb. I would, really? It'd be easier. They focus on the it'd team? be better if you do a Moon Knight TV show because you can play around with his psychosis. You can yeah, play around bring 
moon that into the big that screen. I, then no. you don't have to. I would like to see it. As much as everyone would love to see the fairy, I would love to see Mr. Sinister. I've been teased about that for years. I'm probably never going to get that. He was at the end, was it a tease at the end of the Wolverine when yeah. he was in China, uh, yeah. Japan? Exactly. My point. Not every character that we know and love. I know. Does, but Midnight Sun such is a great idea. You didn't put Moon Knight in it. Still do Midnight Sun. Do Midnight Suns. Too. Yeah, do Midnight that, Suns. Or the Night, uh, what are the Night, Night Stalkers. Stalkers. I think Night Stalkers would be kind of weird to name the movie. Like, play yeah. Night Stalkers. It kind of sounds, that sounds weird. Was, sounds weird, but it sounds... But Midnight Sun sounds better only right. because that could be, of what's that going could be, on in the it, it'd be how they set up in Damnation where it's a Doctor Strange-led team. Yeah. Where it's Doctor Strange. It'd be like the Justice Doc. Yeah, exactly. That's what Midnight Suns is. It's right, so it would be, be like Wanda, because you, you, you need to be, be in it. it. You would have Ghost Rider, their Johnny, even though he's going to be on the show. Or Danny. Or Danny, depending on whoever they want to use. Yeah. Whatever one, they make the move, whatever one they make the movie, Ghost Rider. Right. Which you I know, think would be Danny, because we've already had Johnny twice. Right. And they're bad movies, and he's going to be on the TV show. Exactly. I think Danny should be a good catch you know, stepping on point. And then you have Blade, which is your fourth. And, and he's, he's already going to have an established movie. Right. So then you have two other magic users. Whether it's going to be someone like... It could be Doc Voodoo. Yeah. That might be way... It could be Hellstrom. Right. So we'll see. Because we are getting a Hellstrom TV show. Right. Um, like, yeah. We'll see. That's why. So a lot of things... Yeah. So a lot of things you're going to see, all the things are going to be like... Blade sets up a lot, horror-wise. But honestly, like things like... I wouldn't... like. Yes, everyone wants to see the character on the big screen. Maybe he'll fight werewolves, but they might not introduce Moon Knight. Though. Right. Because you can have Moon Knight just a TV show. Because you can... You get so much to play with... with his own character. I know, because of all the multiple personalities. Yeah, so you play that through a whole... You can literally do arcs where first arc is him when he first gets to Origin and playing with it when he first becomes it. And the second arc is the Mr. Knight stuff. Yeah. And Bushman. And is then the Sun God stuff. You can run four seasons with that story. Yeah, at least. You know, that's why it's a better TV show than a movie because you can't do four movies that are Batman rip-off that's like, oh, too many people like, oh, he's just Batman. At least they can play around with a lot of stuff. We'll see. So well, I guess that's it. I really think Blade will have Midnight Suns as the same. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a, a subtitle. Because, like, with Ant-Man, this is like Iron Man, Iron Man 2, right. Iron Man 3, and it wasn't Cap, Cap 2. Yeah. And it's not Ant-Man, Ant-Man 2. Right. I think it's going to be Blade, Blade, Midnight Suns, Night Stalkers, or even, yeah. like, Blade, Curse of Dracula, or something like something that. Something like weird that. with Vampire. Or Hunter. Blade, Tomb of Dracula. Tomb of, ooh, that would be cool. Maybe at the end he thinks he kills all the vampires, yeah. but then Dracula comes they out. Fight Dracula next movie. Oh, dude, this could be cool. I, I'm just so excited for Blade. And uh, so Marsha Ali looks like him. Yeah, he does. It works. It's funny because uh, someone put on Boss Twitter. Logic. Boss Logic. Boss yeah. Logic did I a did poster two years ago. Right, yeah, right when he won the Golden... Oh, it was last year. Right yeah. when he won the Globe or the Oscar for Green... Green Room. Green, uh, yeah. Green... Green Book. Green Book. Yeah, Green Book. He did a poster, a poster as him. And everybody's like, dude, you called it. And he mm-hmm. was like, kind of, I guess. Uh, I guess. So cool. So good. Ah. All right, so that was our, our San Diego Comic-Con Jesus Christ, news my mouth up. hurts. I know, it's a lot of news. <laughs> Hopefully next week's not a lot of news. Hopefully it's like nothing. Just like, well, no. like no news. All right, so thanks for listening, guys. You can head over to our website, androidscomics.com. Check out this week's previews and new releases. Follow us on Instagram at androids underscore underscore comics. And Twitter at androidscomics for up-to-date news. I constantly update. Can now I know how to use Twitter properly. Uh, if you listen to us on Apple Pods, don't forget to rate and review us. If you're listening on any other app, don't forget to share. And as always, support your local comic shop. And have a nice day. Bye, guys.